Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, August 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Hurricane Adelia strengthened to a dangerous Category 4 storm Wednesday morning as it steams towards Florida's Big Bend region and threatens to unleash life-threatening storm surges and rainfall. Adelia is projected to come ashore early Wednesday as a Category 4 storm with sustained winds of at least 130 miles per hour in the lightly populated Big Bend region where the Florida panhandle curves into the peninsula. The result could be a big blow to a state still dealing with lingering damage from last year's Hurricane Ian. The National Weather Service in Tallahassee said Adelia, an unprecedented event since no major hurricane on record has ever passed through the bay abutting the Big Ben. Hurricanes are measured on a five-category scale, with a Category 5 being the strongest. A Category 3 storm is the first on the scale considered a major hurricane. The National Weather Center says catastrophic damage will occur during a Category 4 storm. Yeah, my uh, mother and sister live in that area, and so they've had to... uh evacuate from where they live because they're in the flood zones and so my sister checked into a hotel in Tampa yesterday. My mother who lives in a nursing home was moved to another facility in Bradenton and so now they're just going to kind of sit and watch and wait with the next 24 hours bring and uh, the main concern for at least my family is flooding. Right. Yeah. My cousin also Jamie, she lives like right next to the water. Oh man. They're out of there and they're expecting their they're street floods even when it rains. Yeah. Right. So they don't have very good expectations for what's going to happen and if that's uh, that's going to be a real problem uh, on a personal level for my family if something occurs there. So we're we're watching this very, very closely. At 5 a.m. this morning, Adelia was about 60 miles west of Cedar Key and 90 miles south of Tallahassee, the National Hurricane Center said. It was moving north at 18 miles per hour. Florida residents living in vulnerable coastal areas were ordered to pack up and leave as Hurricane Adelia gained strength in the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico and authorities warned of a catastrophic storm surge and destructive winds when the storm moves ashore today. Tolls were waived on highways out of the danger area. Shelters were open and hotels prepared to take in evacuees. More than 30,000 utility workers were gathering to make repairs as quickly as possible in the hurricane's wake. About 5,500 uh, 5, National Guard troops were activated. Now, after landing in the Big Bend region, Adalia is forecast to cross the Florida Peninsula and then drench southern Georgia and the Carolinas on Thursday. More than 800 flights were canceled across the United States as Adalia turned closer to the coast. So far, there were 25 cancellations on Wednesday morning at Philadelphia International Airport. American Airlines and Frontier currently have the most cancellations out of the Philadelphia, out of Philadelphia to Tampa now that the airport is closed. Passengers in Philadelphia will be paying close attention to what happens with Southwest Airlines because its busiest carrier uh, in Tampa and disruptions there will be felt nationwide. The FAA is already warning about major disruptions across the country, including in Orlando and Atlanta. Uh, Depending on the path of the storm and its severity, uh, Philadelphia International Airport says to expect more flight disruptions in other states. The FAA is also saying Denver could see a high number of delays since that is a major connecting point for flights to and from the west. As seen with previous storms, airlines will be scrambling to find ways to move planes and flight crews to where they need to be nationwide. 
Two people have been charged with child endangerment and animal cruelty after officers found a child living inside an Evesham, New Jersey home with dozens of dead dogs. 35-year-old Rebecca Halbeck and 32-year-old Brandon Laconi were arrested and charged for endangering the welfare of a child and animal cruelty. Evesham police say uh, the investigation began on Monday when officers were called to a home on the 600 block of Main Street after a witness reported seeing sick and malnourished dogs. Investigators say what they found was nothing short of deplorable. Evesham Township Police Chief Walt Miller said there were dogs in cages, some alive, some dead, and dead animals throughout the house. Officers made contact with the homeowners and said that they found the remains of 30 dead dogs. Police add that there are as many as 100 dogs may have died in the home Mm. and some could be buried on the property. Behind the home, there was a, a burial spot where there was a large number of dogs in various levels of decay, they said. Uh, another 14 dogs were found along with a number of cats and rabbits. Nine of the dogs were being treated at an animal hospital and one had to be euthanized. How young, how, I'm sorry, how young was the child that was there? Nine. Okay. Nine years old. He was living in the house uh, and was removed by police due to the unhealthy conditions. They said the investigators, when they got there, they had to open all the doors and the windows yeah. before they could even go in. Could you imagine the stench? I right. mean, no. We had a dead mouse in the office oh, one time. Yeah. One dead mouse, and yeah. it was oppressive. No. Yeah, so they said they had to, like, because of the gas levels, they had to open yeah. everything up, and this poor nine-year-old was living in That's it. horrible. Horrible. They were, uh, weren't they, they were getting money, supposedly, to yes, take care of these they animals? Were. Yeah. Yep, they were getting money from uh, an animal rescue in North Carolina. Uh, they became suspicious of the dogs that they were sending up that they weren't being cared for, and a representative actually came up to investigate, uh, and that's how this all happened. They called police immediately. The rescue was giving the couple money for fostering dogs, but instead police say they were letting the animals starve and die in the home. Uh, the child is now in the care of the New Jersey Division of Child Protection and Permanency. Uh, police are still investigating anyone with information related to the case, including anyone who provided animals to the residents of this home, are being asked to contact Evesham Police Department or send an anonymous tip. In sports this morning... <laughs> The Phillies won again, beating the Angels 12-7 last night at the Bay. Alec Bohm followed an intentional walk to Bryce Harper with a go-ahead three-run homer. Harper moved within one of 300 career home runs, and the Phils won their fifth straight game. Kyle Schwarber hit his 37th home run. Bryson Stott added a two-run shot, and Trey Turner hit a solo home run for the Phils, who hold the top spot in the wildcard standings. They had five home runs last night, uh, and that brings them to 57 homers this month, matching the most ever in August by a National League team. Oh, that's amazing. They've just been killing it, man. The series against the Angels wraps up this afternoon, and Christopher Sanchez will get the start. The first pitch is set for 105. The Union will travel up to Canada to take on Toronto FC tonight. The Union are 13-4-7 in league play this season and are tied for second place in the Eastern Conference with 43 points. Toronto FC has struggled this year and are in last place in the East with a record of 3-10-13. The match is set to begin at 7-30. And Britton Covey, one of the top punt returners in the league over the last three months of last season, was among the Eagles' roster cuts to reach the regular season limit of 53 players. That doesn't necessarily mean that he won't be the Eagles' punt returner this year 
year. Uh, if he clears waivers, the Eagles would likely sign him to the practice squad. Kobe averaged 9.3 yards on 33 punt returns last year. As a 25-year-old undrafted rookie, after week four, he averaged 11.1 yards on 22 returns, which was fourth highest in the league. Veteran Greg Ward Jr., another slot receiver who returns punts, was also among the Eagles' cuts yesterday. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Let's move forward on a Wednesday. You know one of the things we do is a secret text word, so today we have your chance to win some tickets to see our friend Rich Voss. Yes. Uh, Friday, October 27th at the Punchline uh, Comedy Club in Philadelphia. So we can get that started now. Text the word secret to 39333 and we'll send a word back to you. Uh, we'll ask you to call in later with the word designated. Caller wins and we'll grab a random texture on top of that too. Uh, another Wednesday thing is Fox Good Day. We'll check them those guys as we get close to 8 a.m. And we also have a couple of guests on the program. Uh, so it's nothing but comedy. Uh, we've yes. got the Rich Voss tickets. We've got Aries Spears who's going to be on the show. He's going to be at Helium starting tomorrow night and then through the weekend. And then uh, Tig Nataro is going to be on the show. Very uh, cool. Performing at the Grand Opera House in Wilmington on September 17th. And we also have an announcement to make. We have this kind of follow-up announcement, and we have to hold off until after 7 a.m., but we will have the details on the postponed Bruce Springsteen oh, shows. Uh-huh. I've got all the information. I have read through it, and we will pass that along once we get after 7 a.m. So if you had tickets to the shows and you're curious what is going to happen, when it will be, what you need to do, we will have all of that for you shortly after 7 a.m. Excellent. Yep, so we have a bunch to get to today. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report is up. We have a hoax that took place, and we will reveal the information on that in a little bit, as well as a uh, pretty solid stupid question. Stay with us back in a moment. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see John John and Pete. John Stewart, John Mullaney, and Pete Davidson, which is going to be Sunday, September 10th, the Hard Rock Live at Estes Arena in Atlantic City. So, the question that I have for you, dear friend, is this. 
what is the fake brand of cigarettes that Quentin Tarantino has used in uh-huh. many of his films? Well, that's great. Yeah. 215263WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. What is the fake brand of cigarettes Quentin Tarantino has used in many of his films? We'll go through some birthdays while we wait for you to call in, and we'll start with Cameron Diaz as she turns 51 years old today. Has given up acting for the time being. Well, she just got back into it with well, the Jamie yeah. Foxx film. One project, right? Right, and then that stalled because yeah. obviously he had his incident. Yeah. Yeah. And so it remains to be seen if she's going to continue on after that or not. But, yeah. Would uh, you have thought way back when you saw her, the first time I saw her was in The Mask, yeah. uh, that she would have the kind of career she had? She's no. been huge. Yeah, she's uh, she's gotten real successful, yeah. nor did I think that she would kind of, once she got to that level of success, I didn't think she'd go, I'm done for yeah, a while. Yeah, so, but yeah. I don't know why I do this, but I discount um, in my, mo- my brain uh, voice work that they do. And she did all uh, those Shrek movies. Yeah. And, huge and they, money. Yeah, huge money. Huge. And, and they just, and I, I read yesterday that uh, Chris Farley was actually supposed to be Shrek and then he, he was, passed yeah. away. Yeah. And, did you and, ever hear the audio of him doing the, uh, I've not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, he, it went so far right. that he actually had recorded stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense when you're listening to it. You're like, no, 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 no. You were so used not, to. Yeah. 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 Mike Myers. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Cameron is 51 today. Uh, TV host Lisa Ling. Has a big birthday today. She turns 5-0. She is 50 years old. You remember her sister was being held in North Korea. They had to broker. I was actually, uh, Bill Clinton had to help broker to get her out. That's correct. So she's 50 today. Uh, Michael Chiklis, who was from uh, The Shield and The Commish and The... um, I get the Chiklis thing all the time. Yeah. Fantastic Four. And it's a big one for him as he turns 60 years old today. He looked like he was 60 when he was in The Commish. I know. He actually looks younger now with his head shaved. He was on a show that uh, came in went, uh, it was called Coyote, that I enjoyed. He played kind of like a border agent. Mm. And uh, I don't know if they're bringing that back for another season. Did we have him on for that? We did. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. 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 And then he was on that limited series where it was the, the superhero family. You remember that? I do. I don't remember. Yeah, that. there was a brief thing, and it was actually pretty good. He was okay. basically the the strong character. Right. Uh, then, Stephen, actor, you may know, I was not familiar. Actor Timothy Bottoms, yes, was in the Last Picture Show. Yeah, he's uh, he's the main guy in the Last Picture Show. And uh, the Paper Chase, I guess, was a uh, series for him as well. With John Hausman. I remember that series. He's 72 today. Uh, a, li- a guy we love to talk to, Louis Black, uh, turns a year older today. And speaking of voiceover work, he's yeah. anger and inside out. And he's, he's just brilliant in that. He was perfectly cast. Uh, he turns uh, 75 years old today. He's a great stand-up comedian on top of uh, the acting that he does as well. Uh, then you have artist Robert Crumb, cartoonist. Oh. Yeah. Zap Comics, yes. He created a character mm. called Mr. Natural, and he did some uh, album covers, uh, Big Brother and Holding Company, and uh, Janis Joplin's I Got Them Old Cosmic Blues Again, Mama. He did the cover for that. So there's a, a documentary about him, and then there was a theatrical movie, and I'm trying to think of who played him. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, super quirky dude, very fascinating but, yeah, his artwork is iconic. And he is 80 years old today. Uh, tennis player Andy Roddick is uh, 41. Hmm. I got you. Don't know much. Alan! 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 Andy. He goes, uh, Andy and Alan. Uh, so... <laughs> Happy 41st to him today. And then uh, character actor uh, David Pamer. Yes. Uh, who's been in. He's great. 
everything, man. I was going through his uh, oh, yeah. his IMDb. Uh, Casey just saw a picture of him, but you remember him from uh, City Slickers. He was one of the uh, uh, the Shallowitz brothers, the, yeah. the two uh, ice cream the Ben and Jerry's magnates. guys. Yeah, the Ben and Jerry's <laughs> yeah. guys. Uh, he's in Get Shorty, Ocean's Thirteen. He's the reviewer who yeah. gets put upon, uh, right? Yeah, so badly. Uh, the American president. He's one of the the cabinet members. Uh, Steve, there was a movie that I I liked. I only saw it maybe once or twice. Called Mister Saturday Night. I, I'm a big fan. So Billy Crystal. He's basically playing a Milton Burlesque vaudeville yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, kind of a curmudgeon. And Billy Crystal directed that movie. And David Paymer plays his, his brother, brother yeah. who's like the support. Manager and, and they all have that. a falling out. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a a nice. Tribute I agree. It's to, a good to, movie to that type of uh, of uh, comedic actor. Yeah, he's on one of my favorite shows on TV right now called Dave, starring uh, Little Dicky, and he plays um, LD's dad on that show, which uh, is set in Philadelphia. He's a great actor. Yeah. He, he's a guy I'd love to talk to. Let me add that. We need to put that on the list. list. Yeah, I'll start making you a know, list. I know a guy that knows him. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. through uh, through Little Dicky. No kid. All right, let's see if we can get him on. David right. Paymer I'm writing it down. is 69 years old. Tell him that because of the strike, we won't talk about his career at all. Okay. All right, yeah. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is a fake brand of cigarettes that Quentin Tarantino has used in many of his films? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Eddie and see if we can get the answer. Eddie, good morning. Good morning to see you. A good morning, yet. All right, Eddie, <laughs> what's the brand of cigarettes, please? Red Apple. Red Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second, Eddie. Got your tickets to see John John and Pete. John Stewart, John Mulaney, and Pete Davidson. Sunday, September 10th at the Hard Rock Live at Estes Arena, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Yeah, Red Apples have popped up in Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction, and Glorious Bastards, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Planet Terror, like a whole bunch of them. And he has other products, and I may use those for another stupid question sometime down the road. I, I, I'll give you one that concerns John Landis. That's a similar thing. Okay. Yeah, that's another a stupid time. question. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's dive into some of the entertainment stories. We'll start with this. Bob Barker, of course, we lost him. Uh, his longtime companion, Nancy Burnett, opened up to People Magazine about their relationship following the news of his death on Saturday. He was 99. The pair met in 1983 at an animal adoption event. And she said, neither of us had any desire ever to be married again. And he believed it when we first started seeing each other. But as the years went on, he proposed to me many times. And I just said, I don't want to be married. She said our humor was very dry. We kidded in a way. And he said, not even to me. And I said, especially not to you. (laughs) Honoring his uh, work ethic. Uh, Burnett added uh, he had such an amazing, productive life. He was a natural, but he worked very hard. Everything he accomplished, he accomplished himself because of hard work. She also highlighted Baker's uh, Barker's uh, animal rights advocacy. She said, the thing that I think he'd like to be remembered for most of all would be his work with animals. Uh, he changed America and maybe some other countries. He educated people and raised their awareness so that they started asking questions. His message, I think, brought that home. And yet he was he was complex. He had a whole chain of slaughterhouses. Oh that, my yeah, god! Which was 
a weird thing, and many consider that a departure. I would, but yeah. they kept that under the radar, so <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. a personal thing for him. Uh, by the way, Entertainment Weekly reports that a one-hour tribute special dedicated to Bob Barker will air on CBS on Thursday, so the, tomorrow. The outtakes, the bloopers, oh. all, just from that series alone, hilarious stuff. The Price is Right, a tribute to Bob Barker, will highlight the Emmy Award-winning uh, game show host career and will be hosted by his successor, Drew Carey, um, and so look for that on Thursday. I don't know what time that is going to be on, but it is a, um, I think it's going to be uh, prime time. Yeah, I'm not really I sure. believe so. And I believe that the, the saws at the Bob Barker slaughterhouses are being shut off for one full day. Oh, that's yeah. good. All right, that's better. I thought maybe an hour. No, no, no. It's no, a whole no. day. So wow. It's a big tribute. All right, so here's a follow-up story. This was the um, scandal of sorts that I told you about, or a... Um, a hoax. Josh Sider, a contestant on the um, season of The Bachelorette with uh, Caitlin Bristow, yes, uh, announced to a, in an Instagram video, and we have audio of this, that he is alive and well, despite Monday's reports that he had died. We reported on it. We yeah. did, yeah, because it was it was, it was everywhere through a whole bunch of um, uh, sources yeah. that this was legitimate. So Sider said in the video that his Instagram account was hacked. He said for the last twenty four. I was been trying desperately to get into it. So, uh, wow. do we, do we have those clips. Yes, we should. Yes. Uh, no, I'm wondering if they're sent over or not. Uh, they're on their way. They're on their way. They're okay. Their way. So he had said that he had been trying to get into it. Somebody was playing a cruel joke, mocking my mental illness and struggles. I've gone through depression and suicide attempts. Could you imagine that you're seeing people react to your death? You're trying to get the word out through your social media, trying to figure out how you let people know that you're alive. Yeah. And he was, he was going through that. Um. So, is a, a similar story. Uh, a guy that when I, when I went to the Grand Canyon, guy was on the trip with me. Uh, they thought he was killed in action for days. Uh, he was in, I believe, he, uh, this was this this was Kuwaiti. So this right. is, uh, uh, but dude, his whole family thought he was dead for right. like multiple multiple days. Wow. And this is at a time where you know, like, uh, it, you know, uh, communication wasn't as, as right. quick as it is today. I mean, it wasn't it's gotten you know, exponentially like a, faster, a lot faster. Yeah, we, we do so, have audio. so has misinformation mm-hmm. and like yeah. this, like yeah, it's immediate, yeah. and then trying to clean that up. Mm-hmm. Same problem. Also. So here we go. As you can see, I am alive and well. My account was hacked the last 24 hours. I've been trying desperately to get into it. Somebody was playing a cruel joke and mocking my mental illness and the struggles I've gone through with depression and suicide attempts. And I'm sorry for all the pain they caused. Wow. That's Mm. terrible. Yeah. And then we have another clip of him. Here it is. I just got back into my account. I am going to do all I can with my team to try to identify identify who was behind this but again i apologize for the confusion and uh, i will update you guys as more facts come in wow okay so i'd like to apologize <laughs> to jennifer gardner and her pool boy ben affleck for incorporating them into my fantasy life do you think it was the I mean, the skull sealer wouldn't have done this. Not, well, well he's an idiot. I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chrysagon, oh. yeah. the philosopher of evil, and the skull sealer. He said it right there. It's a fictional creation. Yeah, so, so it wouldn't have had the ability to do that. I want to wow. be able to say my team that, like that guy did. I got to get with my team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. We're your team. We're your team. We're yeah. your team. Yeah. yeah, that's what it, like, so, but who, all right, so you guys are my team, and then does my team extend to, like, my family? Because they kind of know me with things. Definitely on your team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think mostly it's your kids. Yeah. We're more background. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to start referring to you guys as my team. All right, fair enough. Thanks, uh, Vanessa Lachey <laughs> got visibly emotional in the second season of The Ultimatum where, as she talked about her relationship with her husband and co-host Nick Lachey. I'm emotional right now because I didn't even know there was a show <laughs> called The Ultimatum. The actress was uh, commenting on how difficult it can be to open up to another person. She said, Nick and I have been together for 16 years and we know each other, married for 11. Uh, but it's so funny for that for some reason we don't learn more about each other until we're we're in like a therapy session, she said, holding back tears. Uh. And the reason why I'm choking up is because I've had to get through so much crap to be the best woman for him. Did she say crap? No. Oh. Okay. So the other word. I am paraphrasing. Vanessa shared. I just think it sounds better than S. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Vanessa shared that uh, they've been able to work through their issues as a team. She said every single issue that we had, uh, every issue I brought up to find that person that I can trust and that I can ca- that can carry me through, it's what made us unstoppable. She, she, she talks about wild mood swings. We have some audio, Preston. I'm so excited. Oh, no. Wow. I'm so she's excited. very excited. I'm so <laughs> scared. And then she's scared. Uh, she said that it's so freeing to tell everything to someone and have them be there to pick you up. He's pretty strong. He yeah, he's very up. strong. Sure. So yeah. you know, he was. He was. I don't know if he followed through with it, Nick Lachey, but he was poised to enter into the world of cannabis sales oh. in a big way. Really? I don't know if that ever happened. Hmm, I haven't seen any hmm. follow up on that. You know who is, and I just saw this, is Allen Iverson. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if he... In yeah. Jersey, right? Uh, no, in PA. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, possibly in Jersey, but his is, uh, I believe, on the medical side only right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. We're, we're, he may come on the show. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right. Delicious. Well, in a recent <laughs> interview with the Sunday Times, Millie Bobby Brown recalled the moment that she first met her fiancé, Jake Bongiovi. Uh, the Stranger Things actress said she, quote, knew he was going to be a huge part of my life after they exchanged words. She said, I ran to my mom and I said, I really, really like him. I met a boy. After we met, we knew that we never wanted to leave each other's side. And she said, you can't pinpoint why someone is the one. It's just the feeling of knowing that that's the person you want to spend the rest of your time with. I, I, bon Jovi has to be thrilled with this parent. Yeah. She's, she's a fine young gal. She's wonderful. Uh, the Enola Holmes star added, I think so much of life is overthinking. The one thing that made clear sense to me was him, so I didn't really have to do much thinking. So you gotta figure, though the, his son has had a good example, isn't Bon Jovi still with his high school sweetheart? I don't for, so. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four kids. So the biggest names and late night television are teaming up for a new podcast. Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, and John Oliver will host what is called Strike Force 5, a new <laughs> limited series podcast. <laughs> Uh, debuting on uh, August 30. You think it's a riff on Fox Force 5? I was thinking the exact, yeah. exact same thing, yeah. Which Catch is from, uh, from Pulp Fiction. Yep. Um, and so this is going to be on Spotify. Fallon, Myers, and the gang will get together for at least 12 episodes. And they will take turns leading conversations about how they're navigating the Writers Guild of America strike in Hollywood and beyond. Uh, the work stoppage has practically shut down the entertainment industry. Folks in SAG-AFTRA join the writers on the picket line in July, and all of that is left Fallon Myers, Colbert, Kimmel, and Oliver with not much to do 
uh, for months now. Oh. So in the past strikes, um, Carson, during a writer's strike, wrote his own monologues and, and, and did that. But these shows are, are pretty elaborate, and the purpose of the podcast, Preston, is to raise money for the... That is correct, yeah, yeah. for the workers. Yes, in the strike's early days, the five hosts got together on Zoom to discuss the serious issues of uh, work stoppage, and instead they had a great time. They were cracking each other up, and they had a bunch of great conversations, so now they're opening up the once private conversations for listeners everywhere. And like Fallon had mentioned in his Instagram, all proceeds received by the hosts from Strike Force 5 will go to out-of-work staff from the hosts' respective shows. If you ever get a chance, you can probably find clips on YouTube when Carson was writing, writing his own monologue. And obviously, he loved his writers. And he's a, a funny guy. Yeah. But he was a master of playing off bombing material. Right. And that was and just he a, bombed like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a massive run. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker couldn't resist the kitten that her and just like that character adopts on the second season of the show. And on Tuesday, she revealed on Instagram that she and her husband, Matthew Broderick, officially adopted the cat in real life in April. She said if he looks familiar, that's because he is. Uh, And uh, she captioned a carousel of photos featuring the long-haired tabby cat. Uh, Carrie Bradshaw adopts the kitten named Shoe on the show. Ah, Makes sense. After Sarah Ramirez's uh, Shade Diaz brings him to her apartment. Um, so, uh, you, they, on, when you go on your, like, streaming channel, sometimes it'll go, hey, things, things you might like. And it keeps doing this, this show that she's on. And just like that, I have never watched. Why is Why it? would you be ending up with that? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm, what, and it's what could first. possibly be the connection? It is first on my, like, hey. Have you been looking at a lot of horse pictures? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Maybe I watched the Kentucky Derby. That's what it was. <laughs> that could be it. There it is. And they made the connection. Wouldn't it be crazy if you watched it and it turned out that you absolutely loved the show? Uh, you know? Yeah. I'm, maybe yeah, I mean, maybe I'm, the algorithm knows something you don't. know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, by the way, she said his off-camera name is Lotus. Uh, he and his siblings were all given botanical names when they were rescued by newborns by the um, Humane Society. So, um, good for them. Rosie O'Donnell took to TikTok recently to ask her fans for advice on what to wear to Beyonce's Labor Day concert. She said, "You have to take me to Superstore <laughs> tomorrow because I have a sale." She said, "I've been told by a fairly reliable source that Beyonce wants everyone who's coming to see her on Labor Day to wear silver clothes, so like chrome." Yeah, I've seen theme. I've seen the uh, the the edicts go out, and a lot of people commenting on this, like you need to look like futuristic, outer spacey. Ooh, I, I think, think it's wear- a great idea. Yeah, I think we should do it on the show. Great idea. Yeah. You've seen the disco ball helmets that you yeah, can yeah. buy? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I would get one of those. Uh, she said, does anyone know where I can get any silver clothes to wear? I mean, like a silver shirt, maybe. I want to be a part of the cool kids. I don't want to disobey the queen bee. Uh, and she later thanked her fans for their input and said that she thinks she's going uh, with white pants, a thin white hoodie, and a puffer vest that is bright metallic silver. And she said, got me some silver, so thank you all. So you got your Neil Peart shirt on today. I do. Would you ever for a concert? Was there a concert that you ever uh, adopted a new fashion choice or wanted to make a fashion statement? You wear a concert wow. shirt as a standard. Did you ever modify your look to be part of a concert crowd? Boy, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of what type of a show I went to that would require something like that. I mean, right. as opposed to just. You know, wearing, uh, you know, the band's name or something like yeah. that. Right, right. Not me personally, but Caroline I took to, uh, was a big fan of, oh my God, now I'm, 
21 pilots. 21 pilots. Thank <laughs> you. I got you, bro. And so there's there are some very important fashion things like duct, okay. that duct tape yeah. uh, that uh, that are important that you wear to that. So uh, they got uh, dressed so up So she that. did that. Yeah. So but if, you didn't do it. I didn't do it. No. Okay. For fish concert, Steve, I will not shower for a month. Do you rock tie-dye? Will you rock trippy stuff? I don't. No. I just. Okay. Uh, but, I mean... A lot of people do. It's just that's not my fashion. I, I, I know you have. I, yeah. I, I told I, I I embrace this because it's. it's I think just, it's cool. It's so, just something different to do. It's not your everyday life. I'm. I want to go. I want to like be in the whole. What you have know. you done? Um, Cowboy I mean, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Like like country. Um, what else? Anything like, else? Uh, I didn't go to the Taylor Swift concert, but like all the pre stuff to it. You know, like I got a little Taylor Swift outfit. You know, stuff like that. Would you love sure. to see her rocking a goth look? It's like oh, that'd be yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> Marissa says uh, Jimmy Buffett. There you go. That's, yeah, a, perfect that's a perfect example. People yeah. that dress yeah. a certain way. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I went event. to a Jimmy, another Jimmy Buffett concert, um, I, the Hawaiian outfit, shirts and stuff. But the outfit that I would wear, I would probably only wear it one time there. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And the same thing with like I, the cowboy boots and the cowboy hat, all of that. Like I wear it. I maybe wore it twice, once to a concert and once to a friend's wedding who got married on a, a farm and was like, you have to wear boots. You know, it gives me a big sense of common inner peace is being able to say. I'll never have to decide what I'm wearing to the next Jimmy Buffett concert Man. because I won't be going. That's a good question. I'm sure at some point in my life, of all the concerts yeah, I've been to, I've worn to. something specific, but I can't think of it I right mean, now. You did it for like the midnight screenings of um, uh, oh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Yeah. You get dressed up for that. I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't? No. I didn't do the dress up. Part, okay. But, uh, but just like do. Rocky. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, just like Rocky. Oh, uh, the boxing star. Yeah. Uh, this is the transvestite from Transylvania. That would be great. All right, a couple other stories to run by you. Uh, according to Us Weekly, Tom Brady isn't worried about Arena Shake's recent vacation with her ex-boyfriend, Bradley Cooper. We asked this question yesterday. When you are a Tom Brady, do you get jealous of any other guy? A source said Tom has no idea if Arena is still seeing Bradley, but it's really none of his business. Uh, Tom and Arena aren't in a committed relationship, so she feel, uh, feels free to see anybody she likes. That means he's banging everyone. As well. Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, Susan Downey, celebrated their 18th wedding anniversary with a romantic Instagram post. The pair recreated a photo from their wedding day, uh, showing the actor leaning in to kiss Susan with his eyes closed as she looks down and smiles while holding a bouquet of flowers. Steve, I don't know where this was. I'm pretty sure you saw it, but there was a, uh, I saw a biography of him, uh, and he was very candid about his drug use and, yes. and time in jail and everything that he went through. And um, at the beginning of their relationship, he was still dealing with some of those demons. And he said uh, she gave him an ultimatum. Yeah. He said, if you don't stop, I'm gone. And he said, it's amazing what when you're in love, what an ultimatum will do sometimes. Oh, yeah. he credits her with everything. Yeah, and um, they, they've been great together because people don't remember. I know we do, Preston. I remember we were reporting on it years ago. Oh, yeah. He was gone. We thought I he was going to die. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty certain he was going to die. And then Mel, Mel Gibson brings him back, yeah. of all people. Yeah. And then there's there exists footage of Robert Downey Jr. on stage and Mel Gibson's behind him. And it was during oh. one of Mel Gibson's <laughs> real rough periods. Yeah. And he goes, now I'm going to return the favor. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Casey. I, I like this one here. The comforting comforting phrase from Mel Gibson. You're a pain in my ass. 
was to his wife at the yeah. time. Yeah. Hey, my son was saying that uh, the end game scene where he bites it, uh, uh, that the the setting is coming up. Like it was uh, October of 2023. Is that? Oh, I don't know. Okay. That, that was the, that was the, the, the big battle in, in yeah. Endgame was October 2023 because there's a the blip uh, affects the time when that movie came out so it was five years after uh, the movie came out right. right so they had to jump into the future okay. essentially which was their present uh, right which so is, everything so now we're getting is, caught up right, okay to, to okay. present day but they yeah they mess <laughs> they mess with the times um, yeah with yeah. the times during See? that because of the blip oh, okay and the Makes snap. Sense. All right, let's see what else we have here for you. Zendaya wants to put the Rue in Ruthless in her next role. She said during a video for Elle magazine, she hopes to channel an evil character for her next role. Did you see her photo shoot recently? I did not. Oh, my God, she looks fantastic. So I would like to then. Yeah. Uh, she said, I would love to play a villain of sorts. Tap into that evil supervillain vibe, whatever that manifests in. She said, I don't think necessarily in a superhero sense, but in an emotional sense. I feel like I usually play the good guy, so I'd like to play the bad guy. I bet you'd be good. Um, also on the list of Zendaya's goals, uh, directing. Uh, she was previously announced uh, to direct uh, Euphoria Season 2, Episode 6, but she didn't have enough time to prepare as she was also acting the episode, and now she's ready to step into the director's chair for a feature film. She said, I'd like to direct one day, uh, direct a film, hopefully more than just one, but just doing it. Uh, the first step to actually doing something yourself is not an easy step to take, so hopefully I can get over that fear. Uh, she is expected to helm a Euphoria Season 3 episode with the series most likely returning in 2025. Uh, just days after dropping her new summer anthem, Single Soon, Selena Gomez took to Instagram to reveal that she had recently broken her hand and undergone surgery for it. Um, <laughs> reading this article, it doesn't say when the injury took place, what type of injury it was, how severe it was, none of that stuff. So I don't really know much about this at all. I, from what I understand, a backhoe rolled over her hand. Oh, oh wow. But okay. I don't know if that story's accurate. Uh, the day after she released her new track, she made sure to thank her fans for their support, calling her single a playful anthem about being comfortable in your own skin and loving your own company. And it's also really fun to dance to. She's still in like the top five of the highest uh, um, Instagram followers, she right? She has 428 million followers. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you guys are all watching. Oh, you're not watching Murders no. in the Bill. Okay. I am. Yeah. Um, did she... She's got kidney issues, right? She does, and so she's a little. She looks a little bigger, okay. So, and, and that you retain fluid weight and stuff like that, right? Right. Okay. And she's she's mentioned that, and, and that that can vacillate. But she's 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 a lovely girl. Uh, she also quickly shot down speculation that the song was inspired by her relationship with The Weeknd, whom Gomez briefly dated in 2017. But she said couldn't be more false. So not about him at all, according to her. Uh, let's see. Liar, <laughs> war, liar, war, and you wow. know it. Whoa. She's upset. Wow. She's going to Nero. Yeah. Back so, off war, child. Uh, Entertainment Tonight reports. Okay. Back off war, child. Seriously. <laughs> that Romy and Michelle's high school reunion star Mira Servino is expected to join the 32nd season of Dancing with the Stars. Oh. Is this like the That's only Oscar winner to ever? No. <laughs> They've been, I think they've been, I think I know that uh, De Niro Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> They've done it. No, I, I, there has to be another. Cloris Leachman. Is she an Oscar winner? Yeah, she won okay. an Oscar for there the last go. picture show. And uh, she, was, she was, I think, the oldest person to yes. be on Dancing with the Stars as well. 
Uh, former Bachelorette Charity Lawson and Vanderpump Rules star <sighs> Ariana Maddox are the only two confirmed contestants on the new season so far. So I guess they're going to roll out some more names in the next few days. You know what I would say? would get their numbers back up again. You know, they, they're doing this thing where they brought uh, Alfonso Ribeiro in and uh, with... Um, the, the model, I'm, I, can't be, I can't remember. Brain fart. Uh, it, he uh, Tyra with... Banks. Oh, okay. Uh, they're the hosts. Uh, and so I guess she's out, and now is it Juliana Hoffis? I'm looking at the one picture of the co-host. Oh, love Juliana Hoffis. I have Hoffis. no clue. Bring uh, Tom Berenger I, back. Uh, not Tom Berenger, Bergeron. Tom Berenger. I'd, I'd rather see Wait. Tom Berenger. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Bergeron, did he, he retired, right? Yeah. He, so he's like, or just They retired months. him, basically. Really? Yeah, but I mean, he's not doing anything right now, is, is he? Is he fully retired? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. He's great. He yeah. is a great host of pretty much anything. Uh, and then one last tidbit of information. By the way, who was it, uh, Nick, that is with Alfa, Alfonso Rivera? Oh, yeah, Julian Hoffman. It is Julian. Yeah. Okay. And wow. she is... She's a lovely Something girl. else. A lovely girl. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. Didn't you dip her? Pow! Uh, yes, I did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Would you I like did. me to dip you? <laughs> I took that opportunity. I'm like, may I dip you? Yeah. And I have a picture of me. That's really cool. Her. You put I, your I hand upon that. her hip. Oh, my goodness. All right. And then, finally, Disney announced that the first episode of uh, Ahsoka clocked 14 million views worldwide. And this makes uh, Ahsoka the most watched title on Disney Plus the wow. past week, refuting earlier reports that the series uh, was underwhelmed. Uh, previously, Deadline reported that the first episode only clocked 1.2 million views. That number is less than the views for the first episodes of The Book of Boba Fett, The Mandalorian, Andor, and Obi-Wan Kenobi each got during the first five days. Uh, many news outlets interpreted the data as evidence that Ahsoka had a disappointing start, but Disney doesn't always publicize its viewership numbers, uh, but that data and the subsequent media interpretation of it prompted Lucasfilm to issue a glowing statement about the official Ahsoka viewership data, so it was way better than it had been reported. Well, what you're talking about is at the heart of the writers' strike and the, mm-hmm. and the SAG strike is that no one knows the exact numbers and no one knows the source of the numbers a lot of times, whether it's through Nielsen, whether it's through the streaming company themselves, and that's how they want to judge what an actor or actress should be paid you know, how they can reconcile that yeah. issue. I watched the first two episodes. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to this week's. Um, it's always, I was telling Casey this yesterday. It's made me kind of dive back into Star Wars stuff that I never explored, like Clone Wars and Rebels right. and a lot of the animated stuff, because that's where Ahsoka's story really began in the Star Wars universe. So, uh, But the first two episodes I thought were really good. Excellent. All right, well, we got to get the clips at you, gang. And we're going to start with Steve, the ultimatum. Ah! Real couples are put to the ultimate test. Get married by the end of the show or go home single. <laughs> In this clip, season two star Antonio Mate talks about his experience on the show. Antonio Margarita. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Casey's quick. Thank you. Antonio Ma- uh, Antonio Margarita. <laughs> right, there you go, yeah. It was like high stakes therapy. You know, like I, I was forced to address all the ways that I fall short as a human being, as a partner, universally with anybody. And I really got to work on those things. And I am so satisfied and proud of, of how I came out on the other end. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> the Ultimatum Season 2 is streaming now on Netflix. Fred yeah. Sanford has been used on this show for years. Here's our next clip. The summer I turned pretty. Uh, 
in the summer, I turned pretty. I'm sorry. Belly finds herself. Belly? Yeah. Is it belly or Bella? Let's find out. It says B E L L. I know what you're eating. I... Uh, finds herself stuck in a love triangle with two brothers, Conrad and Jeremiah. And here, Gavin uh, Casalegano. Margarita. Antonio Margarita. <laughs> it is belly. <laughs> talks about the new season and who he thinks should end up with. Ballet. I think with the growth that all of the characters are experiencing, for a heart to just kind of go back and forth, it just really shows like how much we can change as human beings on a day to day basis, basically. But yeah, I think, you know, in the, the end of season one, it just made sense with Conrad. And, and now I think for, for season two, there's, you know, a little time for Jeremiah to shine. I don't even know who the hell you are. The Summer I Turned Pretty <laughs> is streaming now on Prime Video. Do you have a summer where you believe you turned pretty? No. No? no. Were you blossom? Were you came into your own? No. Where Captain Blackfingers went away and... No, Captain Blackfingers is always different. <laughs> the summer between my juniors and senior years of college, I, I believe it or not, when you I blossom. came, when I went back to college, I actually was smelling myself a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I had, uh, you know, I've always been a portly guy, <laughs> and I was a little less portly when I came back my senior year. A junior, uh, my junior year of high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say it was a big year. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we would announce after 7 a.m. We yeah. can officially make this announcement oh, now. Do it! Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Obviously, the shows had been uh, canceled to be rescheduled, and we now have that information and uh, new ticket opportunities and details for all this stuff. So I will read this directly from the press release. The rescheduled dates for the postponed Bruce Springsteen the E Street Band shows at Citizens Bank Park will be next season. Wednesday, August 21st, 2024. Wow. And Friday, August 23rd, 2024. So it's like when we were reading that article about the potential dates, it's just scheduling-wise, there are things that are booked and are going on, and you just can't move that stuff. We can speak from experience. It's the barbecues in September because of those kind of issues. Routing issues. So tickets for both rescheduled shows are on sale now at phillies.com slash Springsteen. So I, additional seats have been opened up for both shows. That's great! With great sightlines. So believe it or not, they're going to squeeze in more people. Now, if you wish to receive a refund for your existing tickets, you can do that if, uh, you know, this is it's not going to work out for you. Information is available at phillies.com slash Springsteen. All tickets purchased through phillies.com slash Springsteen will have a 30-day window Starting uh, today, actually, to request a refund for tickets purchased through a secondary site. Customers must go back to where the tickets were originally purchased to request a refund and review that company's policies. So all tickets will be good for the rescheduled dates, as outlined above, it says. So 21st and 23rd, you said? Yes. Okay. So all tickets from the postponed concerts will be valid for the new dates. The, the, the tickets for Wednesday, August 16th will be valid for Wednesday, August 21st, okay. 2024. And the tickets for Friday, August 18th, will be valid for the Friday, August 23rd show. So if you had a ticket for the Wednesday night show, it's going to be good for the Wednesday night show next year. If you had tickets for the Friday night show, it's going to be good for the Friday night show next year. That's how it's going to work out. 
We'll have all this information posted at WMMR.com as soon as we get the go-ahead. And when it's up, I will let you know and we'll reiterate this information through the show today. You know what this probably means is that the Phillies will schedule their schedule around Bruce. Yeah, probably. Because I don't think the Phillies set the 2024 schedule yet. No. You know, and so now they know when Bruce is going to be in town at the ballpark and uh, they can adjust accordingly. Yeah. It's weird when you buy concerts, you're you're going on the Phillies site to purchase tickets. I didn't realize that you were straight, same site, right through. Well, it's because of uh, it was Larry Maggot Productions. Right, yeah. Yeah, it was not Live Nation. <laughs> Alright, well, there you go, friends. Uh, that's the information. Like I said, if you missed it, we'll reiterate it or you can check back. It's not like you have to be in a hurry about all this stuff, but WMMR.com will have all of the details. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. A lot coming up on the show today. We'll tell you about it when we get back. As the kids get ready to go... Back to school here at 93.3 WMMR. We're once again honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. MMR's Back to School A to Z from the station whose GPA started with a zero. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I'll hit this uh, once again. We just made the announcement about uh, Bruce Springsteen and uh, the rescheduled dates from the uh, the shows that uh, didn't quite happen this year. Uh, it's going to be a year. Literally. Yeah. Like, Almost to the, the day, Almost right? to yeah. the day. So um, if you had tickets for Wednesday, August 16th or Friday, August 18th, they will now be valid next year. All right. So uh, the tickets for August 16th will be valid for August 21st, 2024. It's also a Wednesday night. So if you had the Wednesday night shows, Wednesday, August 21st next year. If you had the Friday night show tickets, Friday, August 23rd. Next year, that's when those will be good. And you can get a refund Yes, if you want. You have 30 days to get that. The information is now available at WMMR.com. So that is by far the easiest way to go about that. And I was way wrong. Uh, the Phillies already released the schedule for 2024. So okay. my, my, oh, yeah. Mis- yeah, my mistake. I had no idea that they did it that far in advance, but they have. And so uh, they are home the week before that, and then they're on a road trip from uh, the 20th through the following weekend. So plenty of time for them to set up the stage, et cetera. You All think right. you could effectively carry out, execute a game while the concert's going on? Probably not. Uh, it might be kind of difficult. Yeah. yeah. I could do a shortened version of the game. Maybe I don't Savannah know. Bananas could. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah right. could do it. All right. Um, listen up. I would like to share some important information with you, and we do it via the wonderful institution of the Just Saying Institute. The Just Saying Institute, home of the Casey Foster Vanderpump Rules Appreciation. <laughs> I got a lot of great stories uh, to share with you. Uh, So we'll start with this. Data suggests that about 4,000 Americans visit the emergency room (laughs) annually with a foreign object lodged in their butt. Yeah. Hell, the bizarre files uh, are are proof of that. Yeah, 4,000 Americans 
annually. What annually. was the last thing you got Stuck almost irretrievably <laughs> wedged in your ass? Uh, Casey recently had a camera up his. Yeah. yeah. An old um, box style camera. So the universe. I, I could safely say I've never had anything stuck up there. Yeah, I, I haven't either. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Um, the University of Rochester found that about 38,948 Americans visited the ER with this embarrassing injury between, uh, it says, 2021 and 2021. Between tw- so that's 2021 to 2021. Wow. That's conceivably like a minute. That's bad information from yeah. the JSI here. It says, in over half of the cases, an adult toy was involved. 77.8% of the time, the patient was a man. Other objects found where the sun doesn't shine include... Here you go. Here's your list of stuff. All right. Marbles. Yeah. Bottles and drugs. No toaster ovens? No. Uh, When drugs were found, it is thought that the motive could be smuggling. Yes. Uh, Some bizarre objects found out there were dumbbells and a World War One um, artillery wait, shell. Wait, wait, wait. Dumbbells? A dumbbell? How yeah, so maybe even? like the little one-pounders. You know what I mean? You yeah. Those? I or still pretty big. how about an easy they're crowbar? Like, they're like this yeah. big. They're, they're, you I, you yeah, can I do know. it. I've seen, I've heard, I've heard tell of bigger things well, than people's heads yeah. before. Uh, younger adults between 20 and 34 were most uh, more likely to sustain this particular kind of injury. It's amazing what uh, and you'll you'll do the story and we'll see the x-ray uh, like a full light bulb a full intact light bulb yeah. old style old at school. some point the person in their mind yeah. the phrase has to actually appear in their head they have to hear a voice in their yeah. mind say I wonder if I could stick that in my butt. Oh my yeah, God. I bet I could get this up I'll there. I bet I could put that and in I my bet butt. It, and usually for what you're saying, the and I bet it's going to feel good. Hang on. We have uh, Molly, who is an x-ray technician. <laughs> All right. Anytime Hi. you mention this type of thing, <laughs> you get these calls. Yeah. Hi, Molly. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, it's Marley. Like Bob oh, Marley. I'm Marley. Marley. Hey, Marley. What's up? So I'm an x-ray technician. Um, I work for a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have had more, particularly more men yes. with yeah. stuff lodged yeah. in their rectum. This study um, says 77.8% of the time the patient is a man. Well, mm. I mean, we're just free. Yeah. In, in all fairness, it's kind of the only hole we have down there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Not really. It's a, it's well, a I, I said kind of. You can kind really of. Yeah. I said kind of. Right. You know, like a saying. dumbbell. Like yeah. something you could work a, a nice dumbbell up. Marley, into. how many times Times have you seen this incident? Do you think? Um, I've had it five times, and I've only been an X-ray tech for like three years. Okay. Wow! And what are some of the objects? Um, so usually they tell you um, you have things with flared ends. So I've seen like dildos. I've seen a battery, um, blades like little uh, blades. Kind of blades. Wow! Like what kind of blades? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, like box cutter blades? No, like oh, a, like a box, like a razor, like That's a box cutter. Blades, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, How does what? someone I, not get torn up? Horribly injured. Um, I don't, I, I ask them like, Hey, how'd you get this up there? And they don't usually answer. Like, I, oh, it, was, it was just an accident. I was opening a box and the box cutter went up my ass. It was an accident that there's a You know box how it happens. My guess is, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you were looking at it, was the blade retracted? Uh, no. No. With the blade that's extended, it seems, that's like putting barbed wire up your Dude, that's potential death yeah. right there easily. We should try yeah. that. No. 
I mean, it might not feel good, but try some lube. It might help. Right. Oh my God. That Marley. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All right, dildos, box cutters, what else? Um, what was the other one? You said a battery. So far, well. you're doing battery, this like is great. Uh, the square batteries. No, oh, like a nine no. volt. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Why? I'm they make round ones. I was yeah, going like to a- jokingly <laughs> ask you if it was a nine volt. No. Oh wow! A no, nine volt is smaller because you figure like a D. I would figure yeah, if you're, but if you're it's gonna, round, right? It's rounded yeah. on the edges, mm-hmm. but yeah. a nine volt is not like a double A. Why waste your time? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. not no, even no, no, You're no, not no, even no, horny. Yeah, time. come on. What were the old uh, Stephen? You remember the old larger battery? D's. Big, no, 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 not the D. The big square one with the with the with the two prongs. Yes, on the top. I love those. Was that like a six volt? I, I think, think it was. Yeah, it was a big. You you guys probably don't remember. No, I do. Sure, you had them in science class. Okay. Wow. Wow. All right, Marley, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. Jeez. No problem, anytime. Wow. Yeah, it's a six-volt wow. battery. Yeah, I bet you that would hurt. Um, what about a car battery? Let me go next to, we have Felicia, also an x-ray tech. She's been at it for 16 years. Hi, Felicia. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Felicia. <laughs> we've opened up the floodgates here, so oh, we've spread them. <laughs> how, how many times do you think at, at a... Uh, a a year. I work second shift. Okay. Um, well, I did work second shift, um, but I probably two or three times a year, and it's a mixture of men and females. Okay. It's more guys. Yep. But yeah, you, you see a lot of like stuff. Like what? Yeah, give us your inventory. Okay, so one was a glass test tube. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That was a young child. Oh, like, oh man. No. <laughs> Um, the glass test tube, there was a baseball. How uh, that happens, I don't know. Are you talking about a full a Major full League Baseball? Absolutely. Wow. Wow. I so that's, that's how you that's how you shag those flies, Preston. You know, they I, rub mud on those things. Yeah. But yeah. I've also, I, I you know, I remember a friend telling me that, because uh, he worked in, in the sewage, that people were uh, flushing baseballs down their toilet. And I was wondering how that even fits down a toilet. There, there's no way. A butt. All right, what if you have just a fart toilet, case? Felicia. Oh, it, it's a vacuum. You get it too far in somewhere, it will. It pulls it in. Pulls yeah. It. All right, what else? I'm loving this inventory. Go on. <laughs> Um, there is, I mean, again, I've seen razor blades also. Oh my God. So let me ask you. So here's the obvious question. What was in that case, was that per, was that person severely bleeding? Because there's no way you could get something in like that without, without slicing you up. Um, I don't know, but I also don't feel like some of these people are mentally stable to begin with. Sure. Yeah. Uh, now on. On on your the, my phone screen here, uh, this this one I love. You said you found a candle snuffer. Yes, a candle snuffer. Like it has like a little bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah this little thing you put candles out. Oh my god, yeah. that could go in my butt. Yeah. Was it Lumiere on uh, Beauty and the Beast? Lumiere. Well, I yeah. Guess because it was halfway sticking out. Like I took a picture and the bell was still outside of them. Oh my god. That is kind of oh that, that's kind of festive. Oh my god. That's sort of a holiday vibe. Now you know that person. If the if the bell part was sticking out, they went over to a candle yeah, yeah. and go watch this. <laughs> oh my god. And then yeah. the game is not to fart right before you do that. Right. Because that shoots a giant blue a flame. Blue flame. Out. I was all right. waiting for it to like ring a little bell or something. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, all right. Yeah. Anything else of interest? Um, I mean, you have like pens, you have, you know, vibrators. Those are like the vibrators and pens are kind of like the normal one. There sure. was 
when I first started, an old man, he said he fell in the shower on yeah. a plunger. On a plunger. Why is that in your shower? An, an elderly gentleman. Like, did this actually happen? I don't know. Uh, I guess that is, that's the obvious. What are you going to say? Yeah. I think we have shampoo bottle. Shampoo bottle. That and there the was the aerosol suntan lotion bottle. Okay. okay. I, I know like what you're talking about. I use yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I use that for my butt. Anything else to use? Well, uh, what it kills me is that with all that stuff, if you're up in the level where you're putting in a candle snuffer or, or a, yeah. a, a, like an aerosol can, how does a pen work for you? That seems like that's bush league. Pens are prisoners because I'll put pens are prisoners. Okay, on and that gets them out of jail. Oh, I, whatever. There oh. you. I see. I was even. I was thinking for. In, they'll put it in any orifice they can to yeah. get out of jail. Okay. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. We appreciate <laughs> it. See, I was right. thinking solely erotic or sexual, but there, as you said, there's a smuggling element to that as well. Yeah, dude. Look at all the calls. I know this. Uh, we might have to sh- close up uh, JSI and just stay here. Just, just stay, stay, yeah, yeah. stay up the butt. I, I've got other great things here, but I figured this would be a good one to lead with. But well, um, that's a great way to start the day. This was a study that was done the University of Rochester uh, and sent it to the Just Saying Institute. That um, yeah, four thousand Americans visit the emergency room annually with foreign objects lodged in their butt. So uh, we've heard stories, obviously, of, of enormous things. Just, just how accommodating is the is the? Ra- I mean, w- apparently reason, it's very welcoming. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. it's uh, it it, well, it says come on in. Well, like she said, it's like a vacuum. So once it's too far, it's yeah. going to get sucked in. Yeah, even though you think it's uh, generally it goes yeah. the other way, right? I guess it's a tube, and you know physics are involved. It's and two way street. Yeah, goes in. Uh, let me go to who's been on hold the longest here. Uh, we'll go stuff. to Janelle because there's so many people calling in for this. Hi, Janelle. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. <laughs> no, we want to hear about your work. What's up, Janelle? Okay, so my first day on the job as a nurse, huh. I had a patient that had a light bulb in his rectum. <gasps> so let me ask you. As you as you were reading his chart, did you have him squat over it so you could see the type? <laughs> no, I should have. Though I was nervous. It was my first day. So, uh, so, you know, was it a regular, intact, like you know, like a lamp light bulb? It was the kind from like a chandelier, if you will. He was classy. Oh, okay, like yeah. a flame, oh, like a point, like a flame. Yeah. Hey, Janelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was classy. He was classy, yeah. Janelle. He was classy guy. I have a question. So. <laughs> Not to bill the insurance. That was all over his chart. Do not Don't. bill insurance. Do not bill insurance because he was a little embarrassed. Uh, okay. Oh I imagine God. that. Janelle, I have a question for you. Your first yeah. day of the job. Did people prepare you that you might see something like this? Did you have, I mean, were you not fully surprised or did this just absolutely take you by complete surprise? Uh, this took me by complete surprise. Okay. I've since then uh, gone into mental health nursing. So um, I've seen a lot more interesting things. Um, so I, I like it. It's, it's well, always, I'm, uh, an interesting day. Did some of the more... It's very illuminating. Did more of the seasoned uh, nurses, when when you, you know, either share this or were with them, they were like, yeah, this happens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have great stories, especially sure. working in the jail and in, in mental health. I mean, I have people putting things in all kinds of places. Yeah. And so, 
half a sandwich mustard packet. Half a sandwich? Let me ask you a quick question. The mustard packet in their lunchbox. I said, it's not a lunchbox, my friend. What was the more unique? So between convicts and and people just coming in who are clearly just trying, taking their butt out for a spin, who yielded the more interesting inventory items? Oh, definitely uh, jail. Jail, right? Because it's do or die time. Wow. Indeed it is. They don't stop at anything to get out. Like, just like somebody was saying earlier, you know, razor blades. I've had people swallowing items. Wow. To take a little spin to the ER. Yeah. Yeah, anything to get out. That makes sense now. Well, that's an interesting first day on the job. Or illuminating. All of them. All of the above. All right. Thank you, Janelle. We got a bunch of calls. I'm going to try to get to a few more. We appreciate your uh, you buzzing in. Your butt, your butt, your butt. No, you buzzing in your is what stories. I was trying to say. I'll go to Danielle next. Hi, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Danielle. Okay, so you're you're an X-ray tech. Yes. Okay, and what do you so say? One of the corn in the cob. <laughs> corn corn okay. in the cob. Well, All cornhole. Rows of corn on the X-ray. The most amazing one though was a white bulb. Yeah. Because I would think if I was sick of the light bulb up there, I would do it from like the socket end. But yeah. This was glass end first. Uh, glass end first on a, so a large rounded bulb, standard yeah. light bulb. Let me ask you, was the corn on the cob in Reynolds wrap? <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> I am wondering how many people, because we've heard razor blades and glass things and so on, I'm wondering how much of it is actually the danger element. You know what I mean? So you're, you're not sort of just playing with fire and, and it could be so hard. I've never seen razor blades, like straight pin, but that's oh, sh- the rectum. What's that now? Like straight pins, like we had a guy come in with like thirty straight pins. Wow! Yeah. See, there's got to be, there's got to be something. There's an element of risk. Have you ever seen a knitting needle? <laughs> no, never saw a knitting needle. <laughs> a single sewing machine. And, <laughs> and I'm amazed because we had a nurse who worked at the hospital come in. Now, granted, it was Benoit Ball, so they were like they're supposed to be there. Right? Yeah. Why would you come to the hospital you worked at? <gasps> Oh my, yes. Oh. Why would you? Yes. Oh That's insane. God. I was in hospitals and I worked at a center city location. Like, you could have went two blocks away and hit any other hospital. Uh, seriously. Say, hey, Danielle, it's, hey, it's my day off. I want, can you do me a favor and get this light bulb out of my ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. So that amazed me, too. Like, I would have walked 10 blocks away and went somewhere else. Yeah, I would have changed occupations and moved to an entirely different country. D- yeah, Danielle, do you ever get any excuses? Like, what are the excuses? Do you ask or you just um, don't Usually ask? they fall on them. Yeah. The fall, I, they fall on them. Th- like, that's, why are you naked eating corn in the cob? <laughs> yeah. Why, and why was that, that cob sitting up? And on, upright, on yeah, yeah, upright yeah. when you fell on it. Wow. All right. Thank you, Danielle. Man, oh, man. Oh, I man. mean, what else can you say? You, you, yeah, you, you, your, your obvious excuse is going to have to be I fell on it or I sat on it. You I know. think I wouldn't even make an excuse. I'd yeah. just say, let's not talk about it. Do the x-ray and get yeah. me in to see the doctor so he can get this out. By the way, is, does he like corn? <laughs> Why not own it? I mean, like yeah. everybody knows. Yeah, I, I put this corn in my butt on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just get this <laughs> over. Let me ask yeah. you, does yeah. that taste better that way? Hey. Um, okay, this looks like my favorite. I'm going to go to Jim. Hi, uh, Jim. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's good up, buddy? To see you. Oh, good morning, it, buddy. All right. So, what are, are you? What do you do in the medical field? 
So I was a respiratory therapist, okay. and we used to take care of this patient. He ended up on a ventilator. He had a can of Vienna sausage in his butt. <laughs> what? A can sausages. of Vienna sausage? Wow. When the surgeon pulled it out, they had it in one of them little baggies on the nightstand. Okay. Uh-uh. All right, so so we're talk, we're we're talking like one of the we're looking at one of the cans right now around a l- large. In fact, was it they're kind of small? Uh, yeah, they're, they're about the right. yeah, yeah, yeah. half size of a can of soup. Right, maybe. yeah. But the sad thing is, it ended up perforating his rectum, and he died from it. Okay, so there the dude shoving box cutters up his butt has no problem. Dandy, the, uh, the Vienna sausage, the Vienna sausage is up there, and you die. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess maybe he didn't come in in enough time. He was probably hoping it would come out, but unfortunately, yeah. it did not. I mean, Whoa. at a point, you're going to get hungry. And you, you know yeah. you got yeah. some food. Like, Thank you, Jay. That is, that's just a... That, that to me is, so that there's your issue, perforating your intestines. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and sticking a box cutter, a razor blade box cutter. Or straight pins. Or straight pins. Uh, or a hand truck. Uh, let's go next to Mary is on the line. Hi there, Mary. Hi, how are you? Good, what's up? So my mom is a ER nurse, and she had a couple come in. They were on their honeymoon. The female had a large Yankee candle shoved inside of her, oh and they drove or flew home from their honeymoon with it inside of her, and needed oh. to go to the ER. When <laughs> she flew home. So, uh, were they? When you say inside of her, we're assuming on the butt side. Uh, I don't know which side, but I know okay. it's in there. And the doctor's only question was, what scent is it? Oh, my God. What scent is it? Hey, Mary, had they been, like, on an island vacation yeah, or something? They, okay. They were, they were, it was, like, a good, decent amount of a flight that she flew home. With Could you imagine that? Okay. Thank you, Mary. That's, mm-hmm. that's wow. Okay. Those candles can get thick, too. Um University of Rochester found this uh, information uh, about 4,000 Americans visit the emergency room annually with a foreign object lodged in their butt. Let's go to an expert. You know the music. You know oh, yeah. That means from Fox 29 and Penn Medicine. And trust all of us. He knows his way around the butt. <laughs> Dr. Mike Sirigliano is on the line. Dr. Mike, good morning. You know... At, at Fox 29, we say we go there. Yeah. You guys <laughs> definitely go there. Yes. I, I got to tell you. And you've been there. You've been there for, well, for all, all of us. All of yeah. you except for, well, a couple yep. of you. But anyway, yeah. listen, um, Munchausen syndrome. You know, you, you talk about this, and, and yeah. Steve, you, you're alluding to uh, kind of a sexual thing. It's it, In many cases, people do this to themselves because they derive a, a, a kind of a psychiatric uh, uh, benefit from going and doing something like this and then going to the hospital and having all these people evaluate them and so that that's um, in, so, in some cases that's what's going on. Okay. So just that general experience of doing something that gets them into the hospital and has people looking at them and examining them and creating a hubbub over them is exi- is is essentially what they're looking for. Right. I mean and, and as one of the callers mentioned I mean it's not just down there it's your PP, I'm 
yeah. we had a I had a patient with uh, paper clips. Wow! Uh, you know, oh, ow! It's Kathy's oh, uncle. It's my uncle. Knock it off. So uh, yeah. So yeah. some so some of these some of these cases could be uh, a sexual fetish, enjoyment, and so on. But others might be some type of a a mental condition. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that that's called Munchausen syndrome, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, th- th- I've seen it. I've seen it. I've been doing this for 30 years, and um, I, I have seen that. Don't so. want you to betray anything. Obviously, you're you're the, the greatest doctor walking the planet, and we love the hell out of you. But is there anything that you could mention that you might have heard through your tales that ended up in someone's tale? Oh well, I, of course. I, I, well, I mentioned paper clips. Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, it, but the bottom line is that it's usually something either psychiatric or um, a, a pleasurable thing that that uh, kind of went awry. All right. um, and and regarding uh, Kathy, it's not a vacuum up there. It's the anal sphincter, and and so if something goes up there, almost like a suppository, right? I mean, yeah. there's a there's a, a muscle down there that that keeps us from being uh, incontinent, and so that's that's why oh. it's up there. Sometimes yeah. it's hard to that makes sense. It. That makes sense. So that that is yes, it's that gives you that reverse sort of um, yeah. Okay, makes sense. Got to yeah. watch what we can say, but yeah. yes, all right. But uh, it's serious condition. I mean, you're yeah. doing that stuff to paper like the uh, uh, razor blades. You, yeah. you need a, you, we you need to see somebody. All right, and thank you, Doctor Mike. Thank you. We love you, Doctor. Thank Mike. you for you. using all the KY that you use. Yeah. So could you, that. you imagine walking around with Staples and getting turned on? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you would if you were walking around and seeing all those objects. All those paper, look at all those Ooh, paper, paper clips. clips. That one's winking oh, at yeah. me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to be my regular all right. Well, this was supposed to be the Just Saying Institute, no. and it turned out to be... Uh, Rectal rave. There you go. So uh, next time we'll dive into some more. I really did have some pretty cool <laughs> stuff to pass along to you. Well, we couldn't pass this up. But all of those calls came yeah. in, so I don't know if we'll end up doing the JSI at some you, other point. You know there are a whole bunch of x-ray technicians out there just busting at the seams. I gotta tell someone. All right, we need to take a break. We're going to come back and go live on Fox Good Day. Stay with us. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You were about uh, two minutes away from our uh, TV mm-hmm. appearance this morning. Uh, so I'll mention a couple things. We have a secret text word today. It's your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Rich Voss, who's going to be performing Friday, October 27th at Punchline in Philly. So text the word secret to 39333 to get yourself in on that. And if you missed it earlier, we reveal the information about uh, the Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band uh, rescheduled dates. The bottom line is, it's going to be a year. Yeah. A year from the original dates. Not exactly. So the dates were August 16th and uh, August 18th initially this year. Next year, they'll be August 21st and August 23rd. So it's still going to be a Wednesday and Friday night. And if you had tickets for the Wednesday night show this year, they're good for the Wednesday night show next year. If you had tickets for the Friday night show this year, they're good for the Friday night show next year. Now, what if you have plans next year or you're not even sure at this point that you want to go? You can get a refund. Um, and you have a 30-day window starting uh, today uh, to get your refund. You request it. And uh, for a – here's what you have to do. If, if you want the refund on the existing tickets, information is available at phillies.com slash Springsteen. Or you can go to WMMR.com. Yes. We'll, we'll get you the links and all that stuff right there as well. If you went through a secondary site, you have to go back – to where the tickets were originally purchased, and then you have to request a refund slash review on that company's policies and work it out. There. Remember, there are people tailgating, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people right. who flew in from Hawaii yeah. yep. to go. All right, we should be hearing some music in the next five seconds or so, and that means we are going to go live on Fox Good Day this morning, and there it is. Preston and Steve, listen to this. We found this uh, survey. Uh, research was done, and the conclusion was that hairy men... Make better husbands. Now, what do you think of that? Well, uh, okay. Are we talking like excessive back hair, gorillas? Or, yeah. <laughs> what what type of hair are we talking? It's instead of the trend now where we manscape all over the place. Ah. Uh, oh. We get wax. Let it fly. Let, let it fly. Kind of let it go <clears throat> in all regions. I don't think like a caveman, but just don't manscape so closely. Oh. So okay. like a like a bad bunny sort of thing. I you guess. saw that picture. I didn't see yes. that picture. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not manscaping. He's <laughs> he's letting everything. He's letting the hedges grow. I uh, I let things grow out a bit, and then I will manscape. I don't like keep a a trim uh, area. Yes. <laughs> all the time. I have it below the belt goatee. Okay. I'm very proud of it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Do you like to keep more in the winter? You know, for warmth. <laughs> yes. Or true. I haven't really thought about it in terms of seasons. No, but okay. I'm pretty shorn, and I, I've never generated a lot of hair to begin with. I mean, but but oh. so if we're talking manscaping or just hair in general, does, does, does 
do they suggest people with think, beards and stuff are better husbands? Well, they brought up manscaping in the uh, uh, research. Well, they're saying because of millennials, a lot of millennials, a third of them, more than a third, uh, they groom their body. They do. But I guess they're saying if you, if you embrace the hair in your face and your bodies, you know, then it's a, it's a better thing. You ever look at old porn? Yes, <laughs> all the time. Oh God, I have some old porn Kathy, on me right now. Yeah, yeah. Kathy was just showing us some. Don't listen to them. Yeah. I keep a, I, I keep a, you guys know this, I keep a penthouse, 1970s penthouse calendar he in does. my, in my briefcase. Yes. In case of emergency. Yes. In, in case the power goes Your out. grandfather gave it to you Why? on his deathbed. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can dig it up for Shana, you right now. <laughs> Grandson, I want you to have this watch oh, in this penthouse. Oh, no, the news oh, director's going, no, 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 no. No, it's okay. Wrap it. Probably show the cover. Yeah, no, no, no. Maybe. The cover's completely fine. Mike wants to see it. Yeah. It's Shane Goodall. Back in the day, there were three magazines. Playboy, Penthouse, and then coming up on the outside was Wee. Wee. Okay, I'll cover up the offending area. Wee. But this is the Penthouse 1977 desk calendar. Yes. That I actually have right here. It's very special Worn and tattered. It does. Like it's been through some things. Only with one hand. <laughs> a couple of good years there. And through and on and yeah, all kinds of stuff. So. <laughs> oh, like, he wasn't lying. Work, like. We should do a segment on his bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you should. You'll find yeah, yeah. a rotten banana in there, too. Yeah, that's happened <laughs> before. Uh, oh, my God. But Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank no you. Problem. All right, we'll see you later, guys. <laughs> so, wait, why? How, I forgot. How did that end up? It, it is for, for I, in case you need to place yourself during a power fight. So, <laughs> I had I had a, a, a um, an old briefcase filled with comic books, magazines, and all stuff that yeah. just got set aside and sat there for ages. It was just stuff that yeah. I held on to. And of course, when you're younger, th- this was your option. This was it. Yeah. You, this, If you wanted material, yeah. you, the magazine was your option. So, uh, for whatever reason, my, my uncle had a had a subscription to Penthouse Magazine. Right. And I stole this from him. Ooh. And so... They won't, he won't notice it. Yeah. I just tell... Yeah, because it's not a full magazine. Uh-huh. It, it's a little fold-out Preston, thing. I'm looking for my 1977 calendar. Do you and, have and so I, I just I, I kept it, and then one day I was going through that that uh, that case of old magazines and That's things, and funny. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep this. I am keeping this. Yeah. And if I left it because I ended up getting rid of rid of all that stuff, right. and I had nowhere to put this, I'm like, I'll just throw it in my my briefcase. What's your favorite month? I don't even re- do it. I haven't looked at it in so long. long. I don't remember. Uh, hang on a second. Do I can we, I do, can tell you. Case, do we still have I see it. straight stunting? Oh, jeez. Uh, Straight something was one of our, our uh, magazines. June, by the way. June. Yeah, June. Ah, that's my birthday month and your anniversary. Casey, I don't it's know beautiful. why, but this one was my favorite. I think it's her hand placement. No, I got Pootylicious. <laughs> I don't have Straight Stunt. I have... Oh, my God. Uh, it was the hand placement. May I see? Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Well, the, the cameras are right here. Yeah, cover uh, the offending. Cut away for a moment, Kyle, if you would, please. Cut to Kathy. Okay, and there's a lot of hair. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. I see what you're talking about. Everyone's yeah. so mad that they're seeing me and not what you just held <laughs> but anyway, and yes, maybe it's for, yeah, if the, the power's out, I got something to fall you, back you, Yes. If, you, I, if I'm at a hotel or something and I'm bored, a hurricane comes to town, I go back to the 70s. Those who fail to me. plan, plan to fail. That's right. Yeah, exactly. All right, so anyway, uh, I think we were going to do the Bizarre File. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's go for it. Here we go. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, brought to you this morning by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. 
They're recruiting for an eczema study to te- test a topical medication. Ages two and older can register. Compensation may be available for time and travel. Plymouth Meeting Dermatology.com. In a world of first, scientists say that an eight centimeter long worm has been found alive in the brain of an Australian woman. And the string like structure was pulled from the patient's damaged frontal lobe tissue during surgery last year. The red parasite could have been there for up to two months. Researchers are warning that the case highlights the increased danger of diseases and infections being passed from animals to people. Uh, The Ophid Ascaris Robertsi roundworm is common in carpet pythons, non-venomous snakes found across much of Australia. How scared. Scientists say the woman most likely caught the roundworm after collecting a type of native grass, uh, warigal greens, beside a lake near where she lived. An Australian expert in parasitology said that he suspects she became an accidental host after using the forged plants contaminated by python feces and parasite eggs for cooking. Uh, There began to die. What doctors have called an unusual constellation of symptoms of stomach pain, cough, night sweats, and diarrhea that escalated into increasing forgetfulness and worsening depression. The patient was admitted to the hospital in late January 2021. A scan later revealed... Oh, and I have a light bulb in my ass. ...an atypical (laughs) lesion with the right frontal lobe of the brain, and this caused her condition... uh, uh, The cause of her condition was only revealed by a surgeon's knife during a biopsy in June of 2022. She's recovering well despite making medical history. How far along are you in from? Woo! Uh, I got, I'm only like three episodes Okay, in. I need to watch a few more. Save this reference for later. A 16, this is a horrible story. A, a 16-year-old girl allegedly stabbed another teenage girl to death in Washington, D.C. early on Sunday. And the stabbing happened during an argument over McDonald's sauces. Uh, mm. Nema Ligon, who is 16, was brought to a local hospital where she died of her wounds. And according to police, uh, the teens had ordered food. They got in the car together. Uh, the two got into an argument over the sauces that had been given, which led to the stabbing. Officers took the other girl into custody on charges of second-degree murder while armed. She had a knife when she was arrested. That's just there is footage. I think it's from New York. At a, it might have been a McDonald's where the person behind the counter says, we've run out of a particular sauce. These teenagers trash the place. Yeah. They go nuts. I think I remember seeing that. Yep. A Chicago television news crew reporting on a string of robberies in the city's West Town neighborhood became the story themselves when they were robbed at gunpoint early Monday while they were reporting on a string of robberies. Now, did they send a crew to cover that crew being robbed? A reporter and photographer for Spanish-language TV station Univision Chicago were filming just before 5 a.m. when three men wearing ski masks and brandishing firearms robbed them at gunpoint. Uh, Luis Godinez, the vice president of the Univision Chicago, said that they were approached with guns and robbed. Mainly it was personal items, and they took a camera. Uh, The police identified the victims as a 20 28-year-old male and 42-year-old male. They were outside when the three men drove up in a gray sedan and a black SUV. After taking the items, the armed robbers fled in their vehicles. No injuries were reported and no one in custody at this point. This just said we're being robbed. I'm yeah. being placed in the trunk of an automobile and I have to tell you, it's confining and I'm having difficulty breathing. 
A San Diego man who could not resist rubbing the belly of a golden retriever, even in the middle of a brazen theft, has finally been arrested. The police department posted a picture on Facebook of the dog smiling with his tongue hanging out in front of the bike, which has since been returned to where it was stolen. It's it's adorable footage because the dog is going over and you figure the dog is going to be a, a guard dog. It's just looking for a belly rub. Garage security video shows the man sharing a moment with Ace, whom the police department called a very... Very good boy. Uh, before taking off of the bike that is believed to be worth around $1,300, uh, the department thanked an anonymous tip and the work of investigators for the bike's return. Uh, in the video, the guy enters the garage, grabs the bike, starts to walk out. He's about five feet outside of the garage door, and a golden retriever comes outside into the garage and follows him out. He immediately comes back in, parks the bike, and starts playing with the dog. I love Golden so much, but they would be a terrible watchdog. <laughs> They will just make friends with anyone. It's just gorgeous. It's like uh, pressing Guardians 3. You're a bad dog. Yeah. The dog just labors over that for the whole movie. I'm not. No, take it back. Take it back. <laughs> a New Jersey park is closed and a search is underway after an alligator was spotted in a lake in Middlesex County at least half a dozen times since last Friday. Casey! Uh, the gator is being is believed to be up to four feet long. Casey wants to see a gator, go see a gator. in the wild. Would it be wild? Wild if you all the times down to Florida and you finally see one in Jersey. Well, this just happened in Delco. It just happened in Upper Darby, and some uh, Darbarians went in the uh, the uh, creek and found Dar- it and got Darbitoids. it. Darbitoids. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. This happened in July. How big? Uh, I'm not really sure. Maybe around that same size, four right, or five four feet. feet. Yeah. Wow. Wildlife authorities, along with the police, searched the water of Lake Cretan on Monday using drones. Uh, and Antonio Di <laughs> Antonio Antonio Margariti said he was fishing when he saw the reptile, adding that it was maybe five feet long and it appeared in the water right before his eyes. He said, yeah, it surprised me. I knew it was around here, but I didn't think it, I'd actually hook it. Oh, I seen it. Uh, John Madden said it's been... <laughs> John Madden is the mayor, by the way. Oh. Uh, it said it has been sighted upstream on the <laughs> other side of the footbridge, and boom. Uh, after nearly half a dozen alligator sightings on Monday, Madden... Turkey juice. <laughs> Shut down all entrances to the park and all playgrounds. Um, and uh, a parent said uh, we were ready to go for a walk and they closed it. And I'd rather have the kids safe. The mayor issued a stern warning saying uh, they got to stay away from the water. Do not approach this animal if you see it. State Department of Fish and Wildlife is working on set up a humane trap to capture the alligator. By the way, it is illegal in New Jersey to have an alligator or crocodile as a pet. And that the last story that I have in the Bizarre Fun for you. All right, we will take a break. We are scheduled to have our friend Ari Spears joining us shortly. Uh, And then a little later on, Tig Notaro is going to be on the program. It's a a twofer. Yep, we got a few people to chat with. Uh, But in the meantime, let's get something to drink. I have a case of Trogues Perpetual uh, to set up caller number 22 with. You have to be at least 21 years of age. Uh, And at Trogues, artisanal meets mechanical in a state of IPA they call Perpetual. Uh, Cycling through the hop back vessel and dry hopping method. Uh, This bold imperial pale ale emerges rife with sticky citrus rind, pine balm, and tropical fruit. Call number 22-215-263-WMMR. Back in a moment. The MMR is coming to your neighborhood. 
join Kathy Romano and Heineken tonight from 630 to 830 at McGurk's Pub, 582 South Bethlehem Pike in Fort Washington. A great place to watch all professional soccer games. Enjoy $5 Heineken Silver, original and 0.0. Crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver, 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. All right, we have a report from our social media desk. Marissa Magnata has some type of update. Yeah, guys, uh, there is an official Preston and Steve fan club. If you guys didn't know, it's on Facebook. What? It has a ton of people who are in it. It's really cool. It's a great community where people go and talk about things after the show, post little photos that they make, little art, or just, you know, continue conversations. Um, It got majorly spammed. I think Meta changed some sort of admin responsibilities Uh. or whatever. Um, We do administer it, but we don't really, I mean, I haven't even changed the photo in 13 years. It's just up there for you guys to do it. Um, But I did clean it up, so tell anybody who's part of it. I know a bunch of people muted the uh, fan club, but please come back. I'm going to privatize it so that we'll try to block some of the spam. And it's just a great place, like I said, a good community where you can go and chat about the show. So there were were just loads of ads. It was being bombarded by ads. It wasn't just ads, Preston. It was like actual spam. Like, you know, like fake accounts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like spam, spam. Yeah, no, it was like sushi spam, sandwiches spam, all sorts of spam. You don't want that all over your computer. It's greasy. <laughs> no, I just don't. I don't get it. I do not understand what those posts do. They're just like stupid videos that mean nothing. And right. There's oh, see, like I anacondas don't... or like people doing weird smushing of stuff. It's really gross. Okay. So wow. It's all, all right. gone. It's cleaned all right. up. Thank you, Marissa Magnata Yay. from our social media desk. The quote unquote official presidency fan club on Facebook. Go join. All right. Okay. Thanks. Right there. Thank you. Um, so Casey says we got, I don't know, we got six or seven minutes before uh, Ari Spears joins us. So what's the plan? Can we? Can I get to another Jesse and Institute story or two? You unleashed the, the whirlwind last time. Yeah. We, the, the up the butt stuff. If you missed it, we were doing the Jesse and Institute, and uh, the first story I led with was, um, you know, the 4,000 Americans a year have uh, foreign objects in their rectum, and they go to the hospital, and then we got all these calls from nurses and x-ray technicians oh, and all these great stories, so we only did one <laughs> story, and I did have a couple of other ones I thought were pretty all interesting. Right. So we got Give a couple of minutes before Aries comes on board, but I thought this was pretty wild. Um, Ozempic, okay? Yes. Oh, 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 Ozempic, you know. Mounting evidence suggests that Ozempic may not only help with weight loss, but could help with addictions like gambling. Wow. (laughs) What? So you get thin and you keep your money. Yeah. Yeah. Ozempic has been rumored to help Americans curb their alcohol and nicotine use, and this connection has been observed in several trials. The medication may also help with overspending and gambling. Could you imagine that if this weight loss drug yeah. ended up becoming a treatment for all these different things? And it was never, it was not created to be a weight loss drug. It was created for Diabetes, blood sugar management. Right? Or blood sugar. Right. Okay, yeah. So, so um, yeah, that would be insane. But that's what happens with these off well, that's how we got Viagra. That's exa- Viagra was, uh, was, was like, kind of like a blood thinner. Yeah, so sort of. A, well, it was a heart medication. Right, yeah. Of, so it was it had to do with uh, um, vascular. And uh, yeah, uh, some scientists believe that the drug helps control the brain's reward pathway and rushes of dopamine. I wonder if anybody uh, who is on Ozempic has experienced stuff like this. Um, 
The exact here's according to Dr. Chris Palmer. He said the exact same brain circuits that are regulating our food intake are also playing a role in our addictive behaviors. All of those things: alcohol, nicotine, food, especially delicious food high in sugar and fat. Those types of food tend to stimulate this system much more. Would you gamble when you eat? Are you like what? What are the odds I'm going to like this? Right. Would I gamble when I eat? Like, you're gambling. I order this. I've never ordered this before. What are the odds I'm going to like this? It probably feeds into the same dynamic. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But um, it's pretty interesting. Um, this is... It, it's pretty... Yes, it is. It's sounding awesome. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm not overweight. I I, 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 I pulled back. I got to a weight that I liked earlier this year, and then yeah. I kind of fell off the wagon, and I've been eating and, and putting on a few pounds here and there. And I know I don't qualify for Ozempic, but damn it, I think it'd be nice... Uh, to help maintain, if you could get like low doses of this or something regularly, and stop gambling cool. away your mortgage. Yeah, yeah. I Until think they like, see the long term effects, and then right. everyone's going to stop taking it. Um, Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. The issue now, I, I, it's not even like a supply chain issue now. Now it's like the insurance doesn't want to pay for it. Yeah, uh, the, you, you yeah. knew that was coming as uh-huh. soon as like sure. all these people because you know with who wanted to lose weight or whatever the insurance company is definitely going to step in because is it and why do insurance companies think they know more than the doctor right so like the the, the doctor saying hey this is what you need uh, they send in the prescription then the insurance company's gone no, I don't no, think good. so I know I went to college for four years <laughs> yeah. I don't well, think so they delineate between what would it have been covered under its original use for the uh, for blood sugar for the uh, for uh, uh, diabetes. For diabetes, control. yeah, sure. So but it is would it be, still so being, why, it's still being prescribed for diabetes so, as yeah. well, right? How, right, so, so, yeah. Right. Yeah. So and then it, how do you delineate between that if you're the insurer? I mean, does the doctor... Well, they, they well, yeah, I guess there are diabetes. parameters of what is considered obese and unhealthy. Right, right. And if you don't fall in that category, then they're going, well, we're not going to pay for this because you don't need it per se. But then, well, like, if I've learned a few things, saying, like you know, doctors yeah. can lie on those documents and not, not have any problem. And that you can always do insurance fraud. I've it never, always in your favor. Uh, but I haven't ever heard about mm-hmm. uh, people getting turned away from, let's say, opioids. Right. You know, uh, when, you know, do you really need a prescription? For thirty Percocets because you had uh, a, a tooth pulled. That's right, man. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, yeah. I don't. I don't want to go down uh, uh, the the path that we did before. <laughs> right. Yeah. Half hour on this. Before you know it, we're so, half. It can foot up the butt. Maybe help with the gambling. I thought that was kind of interesting. All right. Here's another story. While we're waiting, uh, Ari Spears uh, for an interview here in a bit. Fragrance therapy can help improve memory in older adults by two hundred and twenty six percent. So fragrance therapy slash aromatherapy um, I don't know if they're different maybe they're the same Steve I'm not sure I mean I th- we've talked about this often about how the the uh, scent uh, the sense of scent yes, can bring can really bring back like vivid memories right yep, absolutely uh, and I wonder if this is what that's all about so fragrances fragrances were used in participants bedrooms for two hours per night for six months those who received an uh, aromatherapy the aromatherapy uh, showed the increase in cognitive capacity remember when oh. I used to take Ozempic? Uh, the this I would be like what is that smell what is that where's that coming from I have I have a scented candle here that I'll take a whiff of periodically it, 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 it brings back good memories of the time that I got that candle. I saw something at the uh, hardware store yesterday that I'd never seen before, Steve. And it is a, um, uh, you know, like your uh, essential air um, filters. Right. All right. It I is, have, yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, if you have essential air, you have a filter that you got. You should change, you know, a few times a year. But 
It is a Yankee candle thing that you put on that filter. Do that that then that would kill you. That candy. would kill no, Kathy. No. Yeah. yeah, I almost bought it, but then I was like, man, that is a that is yeah, a big you, time commitment. You can't <laughs> escape it. It's like the little things you can stick on your vent in your car. Yeah, too, you know, yeah. It's similar to that. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy would blow up the house. Well, um, I just got um, my the the filters in my car replaced, and it smells like. Mm, baby powder slash a candle. I like okay. that. And I, I'm going to call the dealership today and ask them if there's something that was put in. Why Why am I? I shouldn't smell anything. When why you does it. my car smell like a baby's ass? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. is it, does the new filter give off that smell? Will it eventually it probably. burn off? Because if they put something in there, I'm, I, I, they're going to give me a new car. Okay. <laughs> By the way, the, the non-invasive technique, a whole new car. Whole new Brand goddamn new car. 2024. So using this aromatherapy, they're saying could help strengthen memory and uh, help those with dementia as well. All right. Oh, um, simply by familiar smells. Yes, that's right. Well, not necessarily familiar smells. It's just saying aromatherapy. Uh, it doesn't indicate Smell exactly <laughs> which, what scents you want. Uh, but um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Hey, Grandpa, smell my finger. All right. Uh, now that's it for the Just Anna Studios. Wow, we cleaned it out. Yeah. Our, our guest is on the line. Oh, good. And we love talking to him. He's going to be performing at uh, Helium tomorrow night and then through the week. And there's one show tomorrow night and then Friday, m- tomorrow night. And then Friday and Saturday, two shows each night. There's even a Sunday show, which you know. A big timer when they do the Sunday Absolutely. Show. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend, Ari Spears. Yeah. Yo. Yo, how you doing, man? Man, I'm, I, I was telling, I think, one of your producers, man, I was a little disappointed because I know I normally do you guys a show, mm-hmm. but I didn't know until five minutes ago this was the Zoom I was doing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, my publicist told me I was doing a Zoom, but I thought it was for something else. I didn't know it was for you guys. No, we we always love having you come in the studio. Always great time. In fact, you are one of the you're you're a veteran of our Keenan's Live broadcast. You were out to one of those, so you you've been yeah, with us for years. That's why I'm saying I was a little disappointed because I was like, damn, man, I thought I, I was going to be in studio. <laughs> yeah, no, I, believe me, we're disappointed as well. We're um we're not going to be uh, available on Friday for you to come in, and you're not going to be in town early enough to join us in studio. But uh, you know, I can tell you. I I think I can speak for all of us as I say that we're disappointed that you're not here. Mm. Well, this is the first time I've ever done an interview with you guys or anybody else for that matter where I am completely naked from the waist down. <laughs> oh, you're porky pigging it. Are you porky pigging it? Yeah. I am Winnie the Pooh in it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that opens that. up a whole new level of intimacy for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 5.30 in the morning, man. I'm still in bed, man. Oh, well, we appreciate you making that. Yeah, we always forget there's the uh, the time difference. Uh, I wanted to ask Gary. So, so um, uh, you and we we talk about this with the with the writers' strike and with SAG. You're a stand up mm. comedian. You're going around. You're doing your stuff. You're working. It, 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 do you does that hit you at any level? Because I was, obviously you're a writer as well and a content creator. Uh, I mean, is your schedule pretty much the same because you're you're a stand up comedian? Yeah, the stand-up part of it is the same. I mean, you know, anything obviously in television or film is on pause right now. So uh, that would affect me. Uh, but I haven't done anything in television and film for quite some time. So I've been on my own strike for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on your own strike. What about your podcast? You can continue to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's an independent thing. Right, so, right. So, yeah, that that's really an independent thing. But anything scripted... Uh, be it television, film. I mean, you know, I'm I'm one of the regular voices on the uh, Disney cartoon, The Proud Family. Right. So, you know, 
uh, that's everything's just put on hold. So stand up is the only thing we got right now. I wanted to mention I saw a, a clip of you. I didn't see the whole thing, but it was the uh, the Tiger Belly, the the the, the podcast, Bobby yeah. Lee's podcast, and you yeah. and and I didn't get the full gist of it. But had you and he been uh, at war a little bit, or you because you were apologizing for something, and I couldn't quite figure out what had transpired. Yeah, what what I mean, went I mean, on? There was just a little bit of I don't I don't I don't know if I should use the term bad blood, but. You know, Bobby's tenure there was a little rocky. Uh, we're talking, and, we're talking Mad TV. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And so, you know, he and I didn't really mesh probably as good as we should have. Uh, and, and to his own admission, to some to some faults of his own because of some things he had been dealing with at the time. And then, you know, I, I probably had a certain level of uh, of of immaturity and you know, uh, hard headedness. So, you know, I, I just basically told him maybe if I had it to do things over again, I would have probably been a little bit more compassionate, a little bit more understanding and and then let myself to him a little bit more. Yeah, he was and he was accepting of that. And you know what? That honestly, we just had a conversation about that, about evolving and taking a look back and going, you know, wow, maybe I could have played that. There's nothing wrong with reassessing things now and totally. then as you move forward. I, w- I wanted to yeah. ask you with, with the, the mad crew there, uh, Mad TV. Is, is there, you know, besides, obviously, you, you patch this up with Bobby Lee, but is that sort of a, a family thing? Do you guys stay in touch at all, or are you just spread out and that was that? You know, some people have closer relationships with other cast members than, than others. Uh, you know, my guys were, were always like, you know, Will Sasso, Deborah Wilson, uh, who I was really close with. Um those were kind of Mo Collins. Yeah. You know, Mo, Will, and Deborah. those were kind of like my people. Uh, not to say that everybody else wasn't, but just certain people just mesh better, better with others. Sure. I think that show has, and I think I mentioned to you this before, I'll watch, you know, uh, that. I'll, I'll, I'll grab a couple episodes that, you know, if they're available on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> the show is really damn funny. It's specifically. You know, and it's crazy because so much of, like, I just reposted it in a, a classic episode, uh, skit that I did. Uh, which was a play on the on the Snickers commercials uh, back when they were really popular. Right. But it was called Snickers. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it was me in certain situations where just like in the real commercial, it, the, the tagline was uh, going to be here for a while. I have a Snickers bar. So there was one where I got pulled over by a white cop. He illegally searched me, tore my car apart. I'm sitting on the curb. And then the tagline. Could it be here for a while? Have a Snickers. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. You know, okay. God. Wow. And that made it on. Yeah, you just couldn't get away with that today. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, you know what I love? And I think I've told you many times, it's supposed to blade and sling blade bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're paired together. Oh my god! Yeah, and it was it was just hilarious. But yeah, I, I think the show is finally because I see clips of it now being circulated on social media. I think it's finally getting its its uh, due, you know, respect. Do you sense that? Well, I mean, you know, that's that's the good thing about social media and YouTube is that you know these things get a you know a, a fifth and sixth life, uh, which is cool, you know, for for people to to either get re-familiar or see it for the first time uh but those that know know i mean you know it's like the difference between uncut cocaine versus 
Coke mixed with baking soda. You know, we were just unfiltered raw cocaine, man. Right, right, right. Uh, on that podcast, which is uh, the Jew and the Jerk, right? So uh, the Spears and Steinberg, right, right, yeah. And uh, and so uh, we see in some of our prep here that you talked about having sex with celebrities. Not having heard the segment, are you specifically talking about sex that you have had with other celebrities or the pitfalls of having sex with celebrities? No, I, I, I was saying that uh, I've never dated a beautiful woman in Los Angeles that has never been with a celebrity. Ah, you know, it's 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 like the, the, it's, the more gorgeous you are, nine. Times out of ten, she slept with a celebrity. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and, and I, I specifically was talking about uh, my very first girlfriend, uh, whose name I have tattooed on my arm. And I remember uh, one day I was at her house, and I'm listening to her answering machine, and it's Sylvester Stallone, and he's just like, "Hey, yo, Julian, Sly, call me." And then later she showed me a Polaroid of his manhood. Oh no. Yeah. So I, I've seen, there was a, he did a soft core porn movie that was later retitled The Italian Stallion after Rocky came out, and you, you can see his junk. Uh, I didn't I think it was all that impressive. What was your take on the Polaroid? Uh, you know, I understand why he's called Rocky. <laughs> uh, who have you, have you been with any? I mean, I hate to get personal, but have you been with any? But no, but that I, no, I I've never been with uh, a famous woman. Right. It's different for men, though. You know, unless unless you're like you know Brad Pitt or a young Denzel Washington, uh, it, it's just different for men mm. in that way. Yeah. A famous man can bang a, a, a thousand regular chicks, but a famous woman is only banging a dude that's at her level or above. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's right. Dude, he's right. That's yeah. a perfect yeah, Beyonce, assessment. Beyonce's not hooking up with the dude that works at Payless Shoes. Yeah. No, you're right. But you can best believe, but you can best believe if she's bad enough, uh, you know, Shaq will bang the chick that works at Orange Julius. <laughs> that is as clear an assessment as I've ever heard. Heard. Yeah, brilliant. it's spot on. Oh, man. you're right. Shaq will, <laughs> will will have sex with the Orange Julius girl. Wow, wow. Hey, Aries, you mentioned the uh, the tattoo of your ex girlfriend. Her name. Yeah. Uh, how old were you when, when you got that? Uh, probably uh, nineteen. Okay. 20. Ah, so a young. young young man. And uh, yeah. is, is it one that you regret or? You still no, okay. okay? No, 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 uh, no, no, not at all. Uh, I, you know, I did what young what young people do. Yeah, I did something stupid. <laughs> Any other names? No, the rest is just symbols. You okay. know, all like right. a zodiac sign and just like a bunch of symbols. Yeah, well, and I, I don't know if I've ever asked this before, but you, so you got the tattoo. You you were swept up in love, but you seem level headed. You just gave us one of the greatest assessments of celebrity dating we've ever heard. But but in a relationship, can you get carried away? Oh, I, I'm carried away right now. Really? I, I'm 48, making mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, are, yeah. Are you are you are you playing the field, or are you, do you have somebody special in your life? I mean, I got I, I got my baby mother who who we have two kids together. We've been off and on for like 16 years. Married her twice. Uh, trying to make it work because you know, man, I'm 48, and the idea of starting over mm. is terrifying to me. Because, uh, you know, dating is for young people. It only works for you when it works for you. And if it doesn't work for you, then it's work for you. And I don't want to put in the work. 
<laughs> you know, and put in the work. And how would you fare? Because we talk about this all the time. We've, we've been married for for years. I, I think I would be dead meat in this dating environment, as you know, app based or whatever. Oh. I don't. I don't think I would fare well. Dude, trust me, if you see my black ass at a nightclub at 2 in the morning, I'm looking for wounded deer. <laughs> I'm looking for a walking dead chicken. Oh, the walking dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Is, uh, is Philly good for that, Ari? It's like, you know, like when, when you're in town at 2 a.m., is Philly a good spot or a bad spot for hunting? I Listen, man, I absolutely love Philly. And, and what's so great, man, is... Like, my last two gigs, uh, we were somewhere that is the total opposite of Philly. So, and I'm an East Coast dude. I'm a New Yorker. So, you know, whether it's Philly, New York, D.C., Boston, Connecticut, that Eastern Seaboard is my vibe, man. Right. Because uh, I was just recently somewhere in the South, and I'm sorry, but I like Negroes that read. <laughs> <laughs> so Philly's good. Yeah, yeah. Philly's, uh, Philly's oh yeah, doable. Philly. And you know, listen, yeah. man. I'm, 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 no secret, man. I love food, man. Mm. So you know, I'm always hit up Pats when I get there. I get oh, up, yeah. Olympians. That's like you know. Ooh, but I love me some Pats, man. I do too. I'm down with it. I, I actually go to Pats because I, uh, I think the fries better. Okay. I think their fries. Everybody's you know, got that I, I, I think the steaks are kind of similar, but the fries at Pat's are way better. So, so it, man, when you put that cheese, that cheese sauce on them fries, it's a wrap. Uh-huh. I have a feeling. You, so here we have, you know, obviously. The weird thing is that one of the best uh, uh, cheesesteaks is actually across the uh, the river in Jersey at a place called Donkey's. But I, 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 you would impress me as a guy who knows his way, you know, around some of the, uh, the the culinary aspects of the various cities you've been in. What is your favorite cannot resist food when you're touring, when you go to an area and you say, the best part of this gig is that I'm going to be in proximity to Ooh. this food? Uh, Del Frisco's in New York. Ah, yeah, that that lobster tail uh, with some lobster mac and cheese, some sautéed spinach. Oh my god, <laughs> that's it! I think there's a Del Frisco's in Philly, isn't there? Oh yeah, yeah. right by City Hall. Yeah, and uh, they got um, like a vault that you can go in in the basement. Ari's it's like a um, it's sort of like a private room, and uh, I don't know if it's different or the same as the one in New York. But um, when you're in Philly, you could check out a Del Frisco's. Yeah, I feel like uh, because a little bit, you know, if I if, if I get a little bit of Italian, I turn into Tony Soprano. <laughs> and that's like eating that Audi. Oh my God, Christian for sure. You know, even my gigs. Well, you know, I wanted to speak because I saw this pop up on a couple of different things. Uh, you, This app, I didn't realize you had this movie trivia game. Yeah, it's still in the works. Is it still in the works? Still, When's the release yeah. on that? Uh, I'm trying to put the finishing touches on some things now. Because um, you're, you're, but that kind of got sidetracked a little bit. Because, because right now I got a videographer coming out with me on the road, and who's shooting me do crowd work, and I'm starting to put these clips all over up on social media. And really, I'm trying to steal a page out of Matt Wright's book. Because <laughs> oh. these clips, if if they're if they're done right, yeah, can go viral. I have one right now that's at 22 million. Yeah, I got it sent to me. Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, and another one on TikTok that's at like 15 million. And then I got about three or four others. One is at 1.4 million, 3 million, 5 million. That's great. So it can change the game. Yeah. I mean, these little snippets, everyone goes these, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and and they can take off. 
So so now so the, the 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 game plan is to focus in on grabbing a lot of those moments of your crowd work. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not asking you to like bad mouth or anything like that, but uh, what are your thoughts on Matt Reif? Because I, you know, I, um, uh, I, I feel like uh, comedians have a different take on on Matt Reif and his and his rise to popularity. And, Listen, uh, man, uh, he is the white Sugar Ray Leonard or the <laughs> white Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> he is a gorgeous to look at. Yeah, but don't think for one second. <laughs> that he's just a pretty boy. That boy got skills, man. Yeah. Okay. Immediately, he got skills. That's why, because he, if you're unfamiliar, he has like matinee idol looks. He's like, oh, yeah. He's a knockout. Yeah. And he's got a great body and probably he's packing some heat. I love hearing you guys say he's a knockout. But no, I mean, but his, his, he's, he's doing helium and later on in the month and yeah. he's been sold out for months now. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, listen, there's some dude, and that's why I make the comparison to Sugar Ray Leonard and Oscar De La Hoya, because while they were both, especially Oscar, in their prime and at the height of their careers, they were pretty dudes, man. Yeah, yeah. They were model-esque, but they brought the thunder. Yeah. And I've worked with Matt. I know Matt. His improvisational skills are off the charts. <laughs> that man is pound for pound one of the funniest dudes in the game. Wow. He just happens to look great. Yeah. 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 Well, so, I mean, listen, you've been doing this a long time and, and you, you've, you've seen a lot of people come and go. This guy, he was a natural. I, like, I think he took the stage at like 14 years old and, uh, and you know, and, and he just like took right to it. So you, I'm sure you've seen people just, oh, you're like, okay, this guy or, or girl. Too um, good looking. Listen, funny. Man, listen, yeah. listen I'm, I'm, I'm having a moment of vanity here. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> You you don't have to be attractive to have swagger and sex appeal. Mm-mm. You know, Sean Connery was old and bald and women loved him. Yeah. James Gandolfini as Tony Soprano <laughs> was fat and bald and women found him sexy. Now, I got to get back on my game, but Google me, man. Yeah. In my younger days, I was a sexy dude. I'm still sexy. <laughs> you still are. You're yeah. Yeah. I'm still sexy. Yeah. I just got a love for pasta now. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the kids call it Riz. You got the Riz. You, have yeah, you heard no, that? I got swagger, baby. Yeah. And no pants on. <laughs> And no pants on. <laughs> Disappointing an entire race. <laughs> That's oh, great. Man. So, so about the app and your love of movies, what have you seen? Did you see the Zack Snyder trailer for Rebel Moon? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, was, I was so mad at Warner Brothers uh, for breaking up the team, man, that was yeah. supposed to be the Justice League. Yeah, but I mean, listen, it's talk about the the you, it's a clinic on how to destroy a franchise because, you know, listen, oh. Zach, and we, we are happy to call him a friend of the show because he's been on a number of times and is always there, uh, you know, when we want, want an interview, but um, he, he's moved on. You know, this this Rebel Moon thing was 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 a part of the Star Wars um, mythos. He, he was going to try to get it into that, but. If you look at the, uh, the the trailer for it, it, it looks amazing, as all of his stuff does. And I think it'll stand on its own, and it seems to have a, a much harder edge than any of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, you know, I've never been overly uh, excited about the whole Star Wars thing. I mean, that was part of my childhood between the three films. Right. Uh, the first one, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. But once they came out with the, uh, I don't know if it's the prequels or the other ones, but I just never really was a fan of Star Wars like that. Yeah, me you too. Know? Um, and, and again, Zack Snyder did such an incredible job with his version of Justice League that you just, it's sad that we didn't see that have a part two. Right. Especially with 
how in the end they introduced the possibility of Martian Manhunter. Yep. Then we, we talking about the idea of maybe Black Adam, Hawkman. They could have really went somewhere with that. Yeah. Well, it's what what could have been, but at least we have what we have. What's what's rocking your world these days, movie wise, and and what have you seen that, that's blown you away? Um, I haven't really seen anything that's like blown me away. I I I, I probably have a deeper love right now for what's on cable, like this Winning Time on HBO. Oh, ah, yeah, I love that show. Oh. That's an Adam McKay produced. Phenomenal. Yeah, and and I love how um, how they portray magic. I love how they p- portray uh, Kareem, and they go back and uh, you know they they dissect the rivalries between the Sixers and the Lakers, between the the Celtics and the Lakers. It's really well done. Who's the guy playing Larry yeah. Bird? Uh, I don't know who that is, but all three of those guys, uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Kareem, they all look very much like those guys looked in that era. And what's crazy is, you know, uh, my manager, when I first came to L.A., was Norm Nixon. And his actual son is playing him in it. Wow. And so they look identical. That's why. So, so and uh, John C. Riley doing uh, a terrific job. Yeah, John C. Riley's great. And then um, uh, the guy with the big nose playing Pat Riley. Um uh, Adrian Brody, Brody yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would, I would not, I would not have thought this would have been in my in my wheelhouse. But I, it was on the other day. I started well, watching it. Big nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant? Well, no. I mean, I, listen. I hear you because for me, Adrian was a tough sell in the first season because I'm just like, man, my man's beak is straight who can't stand. But Thank you know you. what? He's winning me over. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Like I remember, I, I know what you're saying because like in every role, you got to get past the first few seconds. Yeah. Yes. There was that, that that the Spike Lee movie, The Summer of Sam. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see, and he played it like a like a punk rocker. And every time you see him, oh yeah, he was in that. Yeah, uh, yep. but uh, you know what he's really good in, on the sci fi side? That movie Predators. Did you see that? No, I didn't. It's a whole. So yeah, basically, the, they're taking the they, they the Predators have kind of kind of their own planet that they bring life from other planets to, and they hunt them on this particular planet. And he got jacked and, and got into shape. So the, the guy's versatile. But yes, we'd we'd be we'd be lying if we said you don't get distracted by the nose right out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, and you know, Son of Sam, he was playing a fictitious character. Right here, he's playing one of the coolest, suavest coaches in NBA history. You know, so the, the nose is kind of distracting, <laughs> yeah. but, but acting-wise, he's pulling it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, any, anything else? What about in the uh, in the genre realm? Uh, I like, I, you know what I'm also getting into a lot is uh, the documentaries, man. Yes. Like, the, the HBO had a great one called Last Call, and I don't know if you remember, it was about uh, the serial killer in the 80s in New York who was killing gay men. Yes. Yeah, I did not see it, but I heard great things about it. It's a, it's a four-part documentary. It's awesome. Uh, I love the documentary on Netflix about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really interesting. So I'm really into, like, docs and stuff that's going on on cable. Have you ever worked with Schwarzenegger? You've uh, encountered no. him? No. no, 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 never. All right, well, that's the bucket list, I guess. <laughs> yeah, one of, yeah. Well, listen, uh, Aries, when the, when the, the, the app comes out, when that, uh, when that is up and running, I'm interested because we're way into oh. movie trivia and games about uh, movies and stuff. Just uh, give us a heads up because we want to get on board yeah, for it's, that for it's, sure. It's, the, 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 it's very simple how you play. It's, it's, you know, you just time somebody. It's a, it's a room full of people, hmm. and you basically just, it, it locks your brain up. Like, if I were to say to you, Steve, uh, who's your favorite actor? Right. Okay. Uh, that's uh, right now. Currently, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I I might go with um, I, I might go with uh, De, uh, De Niro. 
All right, so let's go with De Niro. I would say to you in 15 seconds, I can give you 18 seconds. In 18 seconds, give me 13 De Niro movies. Wow. Name them. Go. Yeah, I'm not even If you weren't being timed, yeah. you could reel them off easily. Right. Mm-hmm. Something about being timed, mm. your brain locks up yeah. about five movies. You're exactly right, because we do it. We do a contest called Five and Ten, and when you're timed, it's basically, and you can give five simple things, five ice cream flavors, mm-hmm. but the second you hear that clock start going, mm-hmm. you, you, you just fold. And at least I do. That's why on timed game shows, I would be yeah. an abysmal failure. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. just, I buckle under pressure. But I would love this. Yeah. And, and, and it would sharpen you after you do it for a little while, probably. So that's, yeah. that's why I want to take that out. It's almost like that. I forget what that uh, one game show was. But yeah, you can't have a lifeline. Nobody can help you. And it's like, if you play with five people, it's like process of elimination. The yep. last one standing wins. Love it. Nice. All right, well, listen, Aries, we got to wrap. But we want to remind the gang, uh, Helium Comedy Club tomorrow night, one show, Friday and Saturday, two shows. And then that Sunday show at 7 o'clock and you can get tickets through heliumcomedy.com. Dude, thanks for joining us. Thanks for wearing no pants. We appreciate it. <laughs> and it's always great to see you. Thank you. Support the podcast, Spears and Steinberg, available on all streaming platforms. Hit me on Instagram and my DMs, and I'll send you the links. Excellent. We love, we love awesome. you, man. Thank you. Harry Spears, yeah! guys. And with that, we'll take a quick break. We will come back in just a moment. And uh, Take Nataro is going to be joining us when we get back. Stay there. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple things to mention. We have a guest coming up in a little bit, but we have a secret text for a chance to win some tickets to see Rich Boss Friday, October 27th at Punchline. Uh, so text word secret 239333. See if you win by the end of the show. Uh, and then also... Um, MMR's Back to School A to Z starts tomorrow. Yes. Uh, it will be at this time tomorrow that we will get into Very it. Very exciting. Yeah. I, I, we all love this. Love this it. is This is our favorite thing in the schedule, you know, on a music level. It's just amazing to hear all of this stuff, no repeats, and you hear stuff you'll, you haven't heard in years or stuff you may have never heard, but you're going to be, uh, you're going to be thrilled. You guys, uh, you guys have any idea of what song you're opening up with? No idea. Okay. Right. I haven't I even glanced tell, at it. I will tell you that it doesn't start with numbers. I 
believe it starts with symbols. Interesting. You and Chuck were having a conversation <clears throat> about it yesterday. Symbols. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I might, right. I might be misremembering. I think we started at one year, but I... I mm. Casey does too? Yeah. All right. He has to leave. Them. And now he's gone. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember ever starting it, but no, we'll neither do I. I always thought it was Pierre was the closest to anybody starting it than us. But well, we'll uh, we could have screwed up and started it without him. <laughs> Casey would have said something to me because I've been banging all the past two weeks that we were the first Whatever. time ever we're starting it. <laughs> it's us. the first time we're starting it in 2023. There you go. For that, we know for sure. And if you don't remember, it is the first time. Probably. That's it. Look at the, it feels like the first time. Yeah, the excitement is the first time. The very first time. Uh, uh, but and and you never know what might happen because we on the morning show we might and and you know you know how much we talk here yeah and how few songs we play we might end up with a fifteen or twenty minute long <laughs> song it's conceivable to be honest I don't know what we'll do if that happens but we'll, 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 we'll figure it out luxurious bathroom break there could be something from Genesis or Rush or or Yes or any of these prog rock bands you know maybe Pink Floyd and we'll, we'll have well, some well, chunky su- tune Supper's Ready runs yeah. eighteen Genesis, minutes yeah or eighteen nineteen yeah, yeah. How long is twenty one twelve? The entire thing. If you do the whole suite, I think it's like twenty two minutes long, somewhere in that range. Okay. Uh, and uh, I want to say like uh, um, Xanadu might be nine minutes long. So yeah, there's I some, love it. there's some big pieces of music out there that we might end up with. So um, so back to school A to Z details wmmr dot com. Uh, we will start that uh, tomorrow morning. Am I? Uh, Okay, thank you. Casey left, and I don't know why. He's working our guest. I think that's the deal. uh, Nick, pull that uh, information back up, if you would, please. I do want to mention this. We had uh, plugged this yesterday. Uh, There is a contest, if you'd like to vote for it, and it's for Joseph Greenberg School in the Northeast. It's very cool. And if they win, they're they're in the top ten finalists for this uh, nationwide uh, prize. You can hear that, right? Yeah, the door is open. Okay. Uh, there's, they're in the top 10 and if they win this, the, the school gets $100,000 and and it's for improvements on the school. They're going to use it for a playground area uh, to re-tile uh, it or to not tile it. They're going to resurface it. Yeah. Uh, but also the Jonas Brothers <laughs> Uh, we'll do a concert at the school. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a huge. That's a huge get. It's free to vote. I don't think you have to sign up for anything, but we have the link on uh, wmmr.com and presidentsteve.com and full form. How how great would that be to have them win? And and we got Rory the mullet kid, his championship. We helped out, gave a little nudge there. Maybe we can get this uh, as well to our area. They actually have incentives for voting. They're giving away gift cards for people who vote. So if you go onto the website, you can actually win like a hundred dollar gift card. Really? Yeah, yeah. For, for the voting. Driving works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Rory, the other day a listener sent me, uh, he was in People Magazine. Yes. The People How Magazine. Awesome. <laughs> with his little mullet. I love that kid. He got to go to the Phil's game the other day and he was uh, playing guitar with the Fanatic out on the field. I mean, like he got to another Phillies game and he's a huge Phil's fan. It's just been, it's, it's so exciting for By him. By the way, his mom had uh, emailed me and I think he ended up buying three alpacas. They did, yes. Yeah. Oh my God, they did. Three? Three yeah. of them. And oh my God. Do you remember the, I said I said I couldn't say anything on the air uh, about the party that they were having. And Nick, I forgot the establishment. It was uh, Oli's Tavern. Oli's. Where, yeah, they had wings. And so the night that they were doing the celebration party, um, the owner had emailed me said he had a surprise. He had 
uh, arranged for five alpacas <laughs> yeah. to be brought there <laughs> at the event, along with uh, Heaven Wings. Uh, they had al- uh, alpacas live. And awesome. I don't know if people could pet them or whatever it was. But Aaron said that they got the three alpacas, <laughs> and on the first day, one of them spit on her. Oh, of course. Oh, they no. do that. That's what they do. They're like They're llamas. camel-esque, yeah. yeah. Oh, alpacas are the spitters. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's llamas are more severe spitters, but I think alpacas, since they're the same, you know, gene pool, essentially, okay, okay. that they uh, tend to spit as well. So, all right, what's the story here, Casey? We're ready, ready to rock here. We are ready to yep, rock. Yep. Okay, so our next guest is going to be uh, performing at the Grand Opera House in Wilmington uh, September 17th, so a little ways away, but not too far, and you can get tickets at thegrandwilmington.org, and we love talking to Tig Natale, hey! who is with us. Good morning, Tig. <clears throat> Good morning. Nice to have you on, and happy that you're coming back to the uh, the Delaware Valley. And uh, is this uh, a tour, a couple one-off shows? What you doing? Well, uh, yeah, f- few one-off shows. I- I'm getting ready for my um, my uh, next special, which I'm taping um, on November fourth in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, so mm-hmm. I'm just uh, doing the last few shows. How did you uh, end up on on Brooklyn as where you're, you're going to film? I'm always interested in, in this uh, behind the scenes stuff. Well, my uh, I've already done Manhattan on this tour, and my agent told me to keep Brooklyn open um, for uh, you know the possibility of returning to tape my special. Right, and so that uh, that's something I just kind of kept. As a, a final stop on the tour, you know it's interesting because I was doing research. A big fan. Uh, I, I love the series you did, uh, One Mississippi, uh, which, which I thought was terrific and semi autobiographical and 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 uh, heartfelt and w- wrong in the right ways. But uh, I, lear- <laughs> learning about um, you earlier, you're you're a big music uh, fan. A big, um, in fact, you yourself play guitar and drums. Is that correct? Yeah, not I. I'm not gonna impress anybody, but yeah, I I've played guitar since I was in fourth grade, and um, I picked up drums when I was maybe twenty two or something. And and so so music was a big part of your life, and you were were you promoting bands as well for for a period? Yeah, I um I realized I I wasn't really good enough of a musician to actually pursue that, but I knew I wanted to be around music and so um I got into yeah, working with bands just just uh just to be around the the world of music. Were you were you booking them or were you doing uh record promotion? I did all sorts of different things. Um, I, I I worked for a label that was out of Chicago, uh, an independent label. And then I also, um, there were some local bands in the Colorado area that um, I, I used to live in Denver. And so I started working with local bands and promoting them and booking them and um yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> so, so, but you, you, did you, were you actually part of a band at, at any point and then, and just figured this, it wasn't going to work or, or, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I had had a couple of bands, um, that were just so far from, you know, a serious <laughs> attempt. It was more of just fun to be with friends and, uh, 
playing some some songs or writing some songs, but um, but nothing where anyone would have heard of okay. anything that I was doing. So there's no there's I, I assume footage does not exist of these bands, right? It was more more like a lark. Uh, no, oh my god, thankfully not. <laughs> no. Um, so, but and it's my understanding that because of that you were touring around and you 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 ended up in L.A. I guess it was, and 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 you you you, you caught the performing bug comedy wise, correct? Well, I, I wasn't on tour. I I uh, lived in um, Denver with some childhood friends for, that I knew from Texas, and they were um, in school uh, in Denver. And then when they graduated college, um, their plan was to move to Los Angeles to get into TV and film. And so I just went with them because I really didn't have much going on. And I thought, well, I'll, that'll be a perfect town to yeah. really get into music, uh, more into the music business. But in the back of my mind, I had always, my fantasy was to do stand-up comedy. And I didn't realize that moving to L.A. with my friends was going to open that door to me starting my comedy career when well, I immediately ditched the music scene. If the music scene had to continue, what, what band would have incited you to sort of Grateful Deadish jump in a van and follow the tour around the country? What 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 band rocked your world? Oh my gosh, um, I loved. Uh, Edie Raquel, the oh. Indigo Girls, the Pretenders, uh, yeah, pretty much any of those. Yeah. So you're big Lilith fan. And by the way, speaking of the Indigo Girls and uh, your Netflix comedy special, the the bit with the Indigo Girls at the end, it was so funny. But it, it's also, I think that's risky. I, there was a risky proposition to uh, to do it. But man, it kept getting funnier and funnier every single time. And uh, you oh, know, thank you. Yeah. So, I, but like, you know, do you do it w one more time, or is one more time overkill? Do you know what I mean? Right, it's both, it, it, and <laughs> and that's kind of what uh, hopefully makes the the uh, the joke funnier. No, that, that, uh, that, that's you. That that is a singular talent to know that point. I, you know, Jerry Lewis years ago used to in a lot of his movies do do a bit, and then again, and then again. It's like I, I remember a bit you you did years ago about doing an impression of, of an impressionist, and yes. and, and it, it builds on that same thing, and it, it's it's hilarious. Did it take you time to find that your your voice, or when when uh, Tignataro took the stage early on? Is that the Tignataro we're seeing now? Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's always a little bit of that in there, no matter what you're doing. Um, and it just gets more, more focused. And, uh, and I, I think that, um, it's just been a matter of allowing myself continue to change right. and evolve. And, um, I mean, that Indigo Girls bit that's in my Netflix special, I think it it's I don't know maybe 12 minutes <laughs> long and when I would tour uh and do that I would do it for about 30 minutes so <laughs> it was what you <laughs> what you see in the special which feels like oh my god I can't believe she's doing this for this long uh it was 
truly more than twice as long <laughs> when I would tour. Were you a fan of Andy Kaufman? Um, yeah, but not, um, I did, I only knew him from Taxi. Okay. I, I wasn't, um, familiar as a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, I was more, uh, in, in, into like Stephen Wright and, yep. um, Paula Poundstone and, um, uh, Richard Pryor and, Steve Martin and Ellen and people like that. Yeah, we just had uh, we just had Paula Poundstone on, and she she's uh, and she's exactly what you want her to be. Yeah. <laughs> she, I know. Yeah. Oh my god. Exactly I what had you her want. On my, I had her on my podcast, and I was just she kills me. <laughs> she kills me. And she's in, she's innately that person, which makes it that yeah. much more humorous. Uh, oh my gosh, she's incredible. I wanted to ask you too because you you in a bizarre way now have become you become like uh, you you could be a Comic Con person now because you are in you Star Trek Discovery you've you've had that experience and then Preston yeah. and I are big fan well Zack Snyder Army of the Dead yep uh, yeah uh, that to me and I have to ask you and I'm, I'm going to fanboy out about this because we're we're friends with, with Zach have a friendship I should say uh you know over the, the past couple of years uh the way you are seamlessly inserted into that movie, uh, yeah. you replaced another actor. How that was that incredibly daunting and difficult to do? Because I, I, it still boggles my mind when I see it. It's almost completely <laughs> imperceptible. Yeah, I <laughs> when Zach had reached out and we uh, did a Zoom uh, talking about the movie. And what his plan was, I was truly, <laughs> I, I kept thinking, I, I don't, first of all, know how you ended up picking me uh, <laughs> to do this. But I remember just saying to him that I I just really needed to be able to connect with him and acknowledge that we were doing something insane. And um and that was kind of all I was looking for. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And there were certainly moments of like having a laugh because of uh, how awkward it was to be acting completely alone. Because as you mentioned, they uh, I did replace somebody that had already filmed that entire part in the movie. And uh, and so they erased him. And uh, I I just acted, you know, in front of a green screen for like three weeks all by myself. <laughs> and That's it bizarre. Was, it, it's so insane. Yeah. And so um, it was fun, though. I mean, Zach is, as you know, he's just such a great guy. Mm -hmm. He's so... I had such a fun experience doing yeah. that movie. Well, it was, it was, even though I was by myself. <laughs> it, 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 but it didn't appear that way. It came off seamless. Oh my god! It, really it was, it was uh, excellent in its presentation. So you, you couldn't tell that you were all by your lonesome, <laughs> just saying those lines to no one. But it turned out great. Well, thank you. Uh, well, listen, uh, Tig, we know that uh, the show is coming up September 17th. Tickets are available now at thegrandwilmington.org. Cool. And we hope you have a great one. And we will uh, we'll definitely look for that special that will be coming out of Brooklyn, uh, I assume, sometime next year. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Tig Notaro, guys. Yeah. Yeah.
Like I said, the Grand Opera House in Wilmington, Delaware, September 17th. Um, tickets at uh, thegrandwilmington.org, by the way. Are they going to do another uh, of those Army of the Dead movies? That is the plan. You know, they had, there's an animated um, extension uh, of that as well mm-hmm. uh, that they're doing. Uh, but obviously now the, the big push is on Rebel Moon, which is going to be two parts. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so it's going to be, in, in, and then they even have given him the option in classic Zack Snyder form to uh, to add a, a director's cut oh, wow. in and above yeah. that. So, and 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 you, I know you agree with me on this, Preston. Batman v Superman, the director's cut, phenomenal. You know what? I didn't see that. I okay. saw. I saw Justice, Justice. League. Uh, but you agree on that? Oh it's yeah, masterpiece, outstanding, yeah. most definitely. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Batman, and I meant to bring this up. Last week, Steve, but I never got around to it. You probably already saw this, but there is uh, a Superman f- or super fan of Batman out of Georgia, and he earned the Guinness World Record for his collection of individual pieces of Batman memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. Did you see this? I didn't get the exact count, but I saw his picture pop up. 8,226 pieces of Batman <laughs> memorabilia. So Kathy gets off lightly. <laughs> Real easy. Yeah. Because yeah. some of that has kind of gone into her territory in our office. <laughs> and my area. And my area. And Marissa's. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Marissa's on the other side of me, and there's something over there. I will, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I, I don't collect. Uh, I collect a specific type of Batman yes. memorabilia. So I. Uh, You're like high-end Batman collector. Well, yeah, I don't like little Pez dispensers and stuff like that. I don't do. Right. You know, but I'll, I'll, I like the little, the, the more impressive. It's like you a know. million bucks and up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, me and Sotheby sitting there with my dad. All right. What's the most expensive piece in your collection? Oh, um. 600? No. More? Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I just know the one Now, mind you, here's what they do. It's like Scarface. Give me a little taste of the cocaine. Uh-huh. So what happens is when you purchase, they give you, Kathy, purchase points. Ooh. And you can apply the purchase points. Points to the next purchase about a, probably like eleven hundred. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can appreciate. Well, you see the, the big one that's sitting in the. Well, yeah, there's one that I had to take a shelf out to put it in the in the office. Oh, everybody's but, been talking about your new one in there too. That's not Batman related. The, what's the other movie? The scary movie? Oh, uh, from Terrifier. Yeah, Terrifier too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Art the clown. Uh, Ladner, this this guy, Brad Ladner is his name. Uh, he said his collection was mostly comics until he reached adulthood when he started buying toys and statues as well. His collection now includes a lot of rare items, including <clears throat> prototype Batman camel cigarette box yeah. that was designed for use in Europe but never made it to market, and a costume continuity binder uh, from the set of the 1989 Batman movie with 280 set photos. Uh, I got a question about Batman. Steve, uh, he was, um, he never used guns, right? No, he did. Um, well, the, I thought his his mission statement, like old Batman, right. was that like no guns. He because I you know maybe his parents were killed by a gun. That was MacGyver. That was MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. Well, MacGyver well, had, no, never used guns too. But like, also there, there, there are iterations of Batman that that like swore not to use guns, and right. you know that was that was part of the. Remember even the Christian Bale yeah. uh, films, he did not use guns, right? Specifically, and then there's that great scene where Catwoman, you know, says, "I'm not, I don't know, how I feel about your gun, not using gun things." Okay. Because I wasn't sure when that stopped. If if that was you know how Batman well, acted in the very beginning, the, it's a whole universe of different different Batman. But he would, he killed people though. That he sure. did. The earliest version of Batman would would pitch people off roofs if he had to. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, but yeah, I, I love the early serial, the early movie serials of um, Batman because he basically drove around in a sedan, you know, and uh, it was, uh, it, but it has its charm to it. But yeah, it's, it's been, it's exactly that, Preston. It can be reimagined, re envisioned. Somebody wants to take a crack at it, do it. Let me see what you got. By the way, there's a, uh, if, if you're talking about uh, movie memorabilia and just memorabilia in, in general, there is an auction coming up next month. There's going to be more than 1,400 iconic film props and objects from Hollywood franchises, including Star Wars, Marvel, Star Trek, Alien, all set to go on the block. It's part of Julianne's Auctions uh, and TCM Present Legends Hollywood and Royalty event. Uh, it's coming up September 6th, 7th, and 8th, both in person and in Beverly Hills and online. That's a quarter million times about this, and I know, and I always forget, and I assume it always changes, but is there one in particular item, a movie item, a movie a prop that you would would pay top dollar to get? Not one. Yeah. I, I mean, there's probably a few, and I haven't, I, and, and I'm never going to, so right. I never really stop and think about it. Right. Um, but, I, you know, I don't know what. It's got to be something you can actually display. That would be. Uh, or use. Or use. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, that's, that's a really. Uh, if you're talking about an on-the-set used prop, mm-hmm. you know, that carries extra weight. Because certainly I have, I have a replica of the, the Iron Man mask in, in my office. But that wasn't, that's, that's from Sideshow. That's not a movie used. It's, it's a one-to-one scale and it looks completely authentic. But mm-hmm. it's not from, you know, uh, it, it wasn't worn. I here to, to and and to so like I I took a tour of uh, uh, the uh, Man's Chinese Theater in right. uh, in Hollywood. Uh, I forgot what it's called now. Uh, it's called Kodak? Drowman's TCL and Man's and and, uh, and Kodak Theater. Yeah, it's TCL now. Is it TCL? But anyway, they had some of the classic props that are on display. There was kind of a museum as yeah, well. Yeah. And so, as cool as I would think it would be to have the actual. Ten Commandments oh, from yeah. the classic Cecil right. B. DeMille Ten, ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. They are there on display. They don't look that cool in person. No. No. Yeah. They're styrofoam. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and it wears after a while. So it would it would have to be something that not only is from that movie and cool in and of itself, but it would have to, quality-wise, upon close inspection, I think would have to look cool, too. Right, you know what I mean? right. Yeah. So, something that, that yeah. I, I know exactly I thought it was pretty saying. cool. Like, uh, our buddy, um, um, oh, my God. I'm having a brain fart. Michael Cicchino. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, has the uh, Eye of Agamotto, is that what it is? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the from Eye Dr. of Agam- Strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty damn cool. That is and cool. It, and it looked really cool in person as well. Doesn't we he have the, the, uh, the Holy Grail? The- yeah, a replica, right? He had it built. No, no, no. He actually went and got the Holy Grail from, from uh, ancient times. Yeah, the Holy Grail. No, the, from the movie. But no. it's a replica from the movie. Yeah. I, I thought it was from the I don't, movie. I don't no, that's what I was saying. One. A replica from the movie. Oh, but, I, thought but, you meant, I thought you were making a joke no. of it, it being the actual Holy Grail. But the eye was legit from the movie set, okay. from what I understand. I'd love a lightsaber from a movie. I mean, like that's iconic, you know? Like Darth Vader's lightsaber. Or well, Luke's. Luke's, the original one, when I think it, it, might, it might be in this lot or one of those original lightsabers. Well, you know who has a, a cool lightsaber, even though he's a prick? Uh, Dooku from uh, Oh yeah, Christopher Lee has that uh, that slightly it's curved. Bent. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. That like a, like a, like a penis that's not shaped right. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, well, they do have uh, 
uh, Han Solo's blaster. Yeah, that's that's okay. on uh, that's on the auction. What about Hope Solo's butthole? Do they have that? No, no? but they do have um, uh, Princess Leia's uh, bikini. <laughs> the classic, uh, okay. yeah, the actual bikini. Turn of the Jedi is is up for sale. Now, that um, would be to me. That would be worth a lot. I don't I, know what the starting bid is on that. I, I don't either. I would want something. I think from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. The bike. Uh, uh, I think that's too much. Uh, but I'm trying to think of like items, like you know. Uh, his bow tie would be kind of cool to have. What about his like uh, one of the, the items in the beginning, like the toaster? Oh my god! Anything right. from like his playhouse inside. Right. Yeah. One of the radio stations I worked at, we had an actual f- exact replica of the bicycle. So, and I used to ride it in the hallway all the time. Really? Because we had enough room. It was this. It was this. Uh, it was a, a building that had a hallway that went all the way around. It went like in a square, and I had, and of course I had a little bell on it, so I could ring the bell as I was riding down the hall. That's great. So People would know when I was coming around the corner, but it was an exact copy of the bike. I have pictures of me on it somewhere. It was awesome. I don't know how we ended up with that. Um, so my buddy told me when uh, we were younger that uh, the Kerbeck house in, in Ocean City, whenever you drove past that house, there was always a Lamborghini or Ferrari sure. or something in the driveway. But he was like, they had the Pee Wee Herman bike in the garage. <laughs> And that's like I would ride my bike or walk past that house. Just I just wanted to see uh, it with on my the off chance. Eyes. Yeah. yeah, was uh, that was that? I never I yeah. never um, uh, saw it with my yeah. own eyes. It was just lore. My friend has been in that house a number of times. I'll ask her if okay if the bike is there. So some of the other items that are up, and these are the legit ones from the movie um, Iron Man. Uh, we have the original Mark uh, Seventeen helmet. Is it or XL? I I what is that? That's ten. What is L? Fourteen? No, no. Wait, XL. No, that's. 10. I don't know what the L is. L's fifty. Oh my god. So it'd be forty something. XL. L I forty two. I I. Anyway, that <laughs> helmet from Iron Man three. Oh okay. Is on sale. There's, there were a bunch of Iron Men in that. There movie. was the, uh, the the protocol. All those iron those autonomous Iron Men. Maybe that XL means extra large. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's also something for horror fanatics. Um, and they have the Xenomorph head oh. from the Alien franchise. Oh, wow. So the original movie, the original Alien movie, there was, um, you know, the one costume, maybe two costumes, and Aliens, there were, though it looks like there's hundreds of them, mm-hmm. there were only like three or four costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have the... Uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 display statues that were seen at the preview. Um, and then you have... There's a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, it's a ton of Star Wars. Star Trek stuff. fans. Yes. There's um, Will Shat- William Shatner's uh, vibrant red Starfleet commander jacket in which he portrays uh, James C. Kirk in that franchise. Also up for grabs is uh, the Copernicus shuttle as, where, as well as the... 24 gold plate plated USS Enterprise uh, mm-hmm. model. Um, and uh, they have Chris Evans' USO shield prop from Captain Whoa. America, the first Avengers. That's so the pretty one, cool. That's not, awesome. the, that's not the one he ends up with. Right. It's the one he starts out with. On stage. Yeah. Right. That'd um, be cool. Yeah. Well, then let, let me ask you guys. If, if money was no object and you could have any one piece of memorabilia and it could either be from a movie a sporting event or 
a musical piece of memor- memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think you would like? And I'm saying money's no object. Like you could have, uh, you could have Paul McCartney's bass. Or, right. Oh my God, the Hawkman bass. Yeah. Or Boy, you, it'd probably be that. Yeah. It would probably <clears throat> be that. I was originally going to say uh, Jimi Hendrix uh, guitar that he lit on fire at the Monterey Pop Festival. That was pretty amazing. Peter North's cleanup job from sorority slots. <laughs> from sorority slots. Yeah. 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 One, two, or three. Yeah. One. The original. The OG. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I, I think you. I'd take the football that Nick Foles caught. Uh, oh, that's a good really one. really special. I want, want that specific football. Do you think it's in the Hall of Fame, or is it going to the Hall of Fame? Oh, I don't know. It might be. But, it, like, it, 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 it's such a pivotal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it should. But that would, uh, you're not going for value on that. You're going for personal connection to that. Because yeah. of the pantheon of sports memorabilia, some type of Babe Ruth baseball or something yeah. like that would be way beyond uh, as far as a monetary value goes. Exactly. But you would get that, you could I, probably get that for a steal. I know. Yeah. I actually, money is no object. I have a game-used football from that season. I which do, too. Is really awesome. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think, I don't even care. I think it was a, uh, like they punted it, you know, because they have separate balls for, for sure. kicking and uh, for punting. And uh, I my ball has a K on it, which I believe is uh, the kicker's ball. But it was uh, from the game that they beat the, uh, so, the Bears that season. That's cool. Yeah. What would that be? What do you, uh, uh, judging the worth on these things is, is you know, as they say, it's worth what someone will pay for it. But any right. any ballpark figure of what that would be worth? Uh, what my ball yeah, or yeah. the ball that I that the, I would, the ball that you you want the one that oh uh, the ball that I want I would say in the thousands probably yeah. um, I wouldn't uh, go into tens of thousands. I'd probably grab maybe one of uh, Neil's drum kits. Oh, yeah, wow. but he went through a bunch of them. So what you about know, Ringo. Like I mean, it's yeah, that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. In fact. Who is the um, the gentleman who they collects all that stuff? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it um, the, the owner of the Chiefs or the uh, Colts? Colts, Colts. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He has all that. But I would, you know, Trey's guitar. I would, would maybe take one of those. If, I mean, if you play, uh, presented that in front of me, here, you can have Trey's guitar or you could have the football that Nick Foles caught and the Philly special. I, I would have a really hard time. My dad, my dad's friend, uh, Rich Smith, stole Edwin Starr's pants one time. Really? Wow. Yeah. Does he still have them? Yeah. That's war. I would. Yeah. Mike Reno's crockpot. <laughs> okay. Lover boy. Do you like, use it? Or you, yeah. Edwin Starr, War, what is it good for? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. God. No, yeah. I know the song. Yeah. He, uh, I didn't know how he did that. Okay. Rich uh, stole, uh, he broke into Edwin Starr's uh, dressing room and uh, stole his pants. What about you, Steve? In the, in, from musical stuff? Whatever. From whatever. Okay. Anyway. So, so one thing I always wanted to have is the original from Russia with, I mean, I won't want an Ast- the Aston Martin D.B. Coop from, yeah. from Goldfinger. But if not that, from Russia with Love, the original um, James Bond briefcase that had the retractable knife and the, and the gold coin. And the talcum thing that would emit uh, tear gas if you okay. opened it the wrong way. And if we're going to go a little bit bigger, I would love to have the original prop. Uh, I don't know if it even exists of the uh, uh, spaceship from Forbidden Planet. Okay, uh, which I've always adored, and I've actually had to try. I've actually commissioned once. I've commissioned someone to build uh, a replica because I'm like, I can't. I want to get this thing. I want to hang it up in the room. Yeah, and I said I, I needed. I want it quiet because it has a little motor on the bottom where the lights go around. It, it sounded like a weed whacker. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I can't, no, I can't hang, hang that in the house. Kathy, any of this stuff interests you? Mm, not really, but I would say baby's dress from Dirty Dancing. The white, no. the white dress from the end. The white dress not at really, the end? but I have something very specific. <laughs> well, listen, they are selling costumes. So they're selling costumes, including uh, from Audrey Hepburn, Elizabeth Taylor, Judy Garland, Greta Garbo. Um, they have the, the pink... 
the flamingo pink silk organza dress worn in uh, breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes, that'd be Audrey Hepburn. That is up for sale. Yep. Another Hepburn treasure is the straw hat she wore in a role in Funny Face. Uh, and there's a number of uh, memorabilia from Harry Potter. Nick, that's your world. Um, Albus Dumbledore's Elder Wand. Oh wow! Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna auction that off. That's cool. And actually, several wands: um, Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger's wands from uh, the Deathly Hallows Part One, as well as Ray Fiennes' Lord Voldemort wand. Wow, uh, from, that's cool! From Goblet of Fire. If, so if that is if that's used, yeah. if that's movie used and appears on screen, it dramatically increases the value. I think yeah. the Golden Snitch has been up for uh, auction before, um, and that ends up. In the end, in the last movie, and I, the, the one from the first movie, too. Also, at some point, I need a Harry Potter nerd to explain to me uh, what happens with the wands at the end. Because Harry breaks one, and then he tosses it over. And I think that's the Elder Wand. But he got that off of Draco. And Drake, I don't understand how that all happened. And if somebody understands what I'm talking about, please email me and explain it to <laughs> I, me. I know what you're talking about. And it, I can't explain it fully to you about okay. how you become ownership of the wand. Yeah, and the wand I, chooses the wizard and right. all and, that. And yeah. you can't get a wand uh, from another wizard unless, unless, you kill them. unless you kill them. And there's right. a duel. And he ended up with Draco's, and Draco's actually was the Elder Wand, but it's, I'm missing something, and I've seen these movies a bajillion times. God damn it! I still don't understand. What the hell happened? It's like, fix it! It's like trading places. I don't understand why frozen orange juice collapses like that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Hey, I got a question, um, and this might lead to a different discussion, uh, but real quick, a wand is, is wood, right? Normally? Yes. Usually, it's, yeah. It's not made out of, like, bone or... No, but there's different, like, filaments in there, so there's, yes. sometimes there's, like, dragon hair. Dragon heartstring gotcha, and, yeah, and gotcha. uh, unicorn hair That's and... and uh uh, phoenix pubic tail hair. feathers and pubic, pubic hair, hair. goblins yeah. pubic hair because i saw a really <laughs> funny meme yesterday on instagram and it got me thinking about like what is it about men and their love slash obsession with sticks because <laughs> the the woman says my she's like i don't get it but my son uh walks over to my husband on vacation and and says hey dad check this out and 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 dad legitimately goes dude that's a nice stick man <laughs> and then they brought it home and then <laughs> did i tell you guys that i brought home a stick uh, from the grand before. canyon yeah I, I have two i i, I have three <laughs> harry potter wands uh i i completely understand sticks i was about to buy believe it or not a tactical cane that had a taser attached to it that's Don't, a stick. You can never take a walk in the woods without getting a walking yeah, stick. Yeah. And, and, and you comment on said, well, like if your son or, or whoever picks a up a walk, oh, ooh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And you actually get like legit jealous. You're like, man, I wish I would have seen that first. Listen, I, it's all penis. It's all phallic yeah, related. Yeah. It's, all, it's all an extension to that. It probably is. But I, hey, that's a nice penis. Yeah. So I got this. Uh, it, it was driftwood in the Grand Canyon and I got it and I'm like, I'm taking this home with me. I went to I shall call you Sheldon. I went to ship it home. They were going to charge me $150 to ship at home and I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to see if I can sneak on the plane with it. And I did. I basically walked on the plane like I was using it like a cane. It was a walking stick. Wait, Dan, so do you have it? I have it. I, I brought it home with me. Nobody said anything to me as I'm walking on a, a plane with this, with this stick. I have a theory on this. Okay. You want to know what my theory is on this? I think that and I don't know if it's just men, but maybe more so men, but I think, and, and allow me to explain this. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, is it is our fascination with doing something here and having something happen over there, mm -hmm. okay? And that extends to, it goes beyond sticks, eventually goes to something you can throw, to eventually firearms, to 
remote controls. Gadgets. We, we like to push something here, yeah. and on the other side of the room, something over there happens. It's like magic. And I think at on a rudimentary level <laughs> that it starts with a stick. You have a stick. <laughs> you see something over there. You poke it with that stick. You made, You did something over here, and it made something happen over there. Does that make any sense to yes, you? Yes, because Steve... When he's talking about this, it makes me think of that scene in uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes. Where the, the, they pick uh, up the bone. He picks up the bone. Primitive man. And, real, and so in his mind, he's realizing that he has the epiphany after touching the monolith. That yeah. he can, they, That's a weapon. And the primitive man reuses uses those weapons to regain yeah. their watering hole. Yeah, he picks up a, a bone and and he like basically hit another bone. He's like, wait a second, I could cr- I, <laughs> I could kill a dude with this. Yes. Yep. I'm gonna go. By the bottom. way, they play off of that on the Barbie movie yeah, in the yeah. beginning so wonderfully well. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm sure you've seen the the, yeah, the teaser at the beginning of it. It's fantastic. Nick, you're getting a lot of texts about Harry Potter. Yeah, and you, calls. Is it being explained? I think so. Do you want me to take a phone call? Sure. All right, uh, we have a lot of Harry Potter nerds, and I'm one of them, too, yeah. by the way. Um, which one do you like best here, Nick? I got Dave, Mike, and Mario. Let's go with Dave. All right, we'll go to Dave. Hi, Dave, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, you guys. How are you guys doing today? Great, Dave! buddy. All right, sum it up for Nick. My daughter has actually explained this to me like 100 times, and I couldn't figure it out either. So if you remember in the Deathly Hallows, um, Ollivander explains that, you know, Harry's talking to him saying, you know, you act as though that there are, that ones are alive. Yes. And in that theory, because in the Deathly Hallows, he gets Draco's wand from him, fighting him for it in, in his, uh, in the Mal- Malfoy manner. Right. And what my daughter explained is that wands can talk to each other. And when one has been won from somebody, any wand that that person has, their allegiance is going to change because they realize that they're not strong enough to hold that wand. And that's why Harry's able to have the Elder Wand as his own, because he actually beat Malfoy for his wand. So, so the, wa- the wand automatically become his. The wand, is, the wand has the wherewithal to really itself with another, a new owner? Yes. And, that, and that's where they say the wand chooses the wizard. And once he won Malfoy's wand off of him, the Elder Wand also because of that, recognized that one wand had changed its allegiance, so it changed it to Harry. All right. That's what my daughter told me. Well, how about this? How about this? In in the movie where, and I forgot which one it was, there were so many of them. I don't think it was uh, Deathly Hallows. Might have been the one right before that. D's Nuts. Where the kid, it was in D, Harry Potter D's Nuts. <laughs> when they're training to fight, uh, and, and Harry is behind the scenes taking them to the secret room, and they yeah. train, they're disarming each other left and right in, in um, uh, while they're sparring, essentially. Right. Would that technically yeah. happen as well? No. And my kid explained, I asked the same <laughs> questions you guys are asking. Okay. And my kid's like, no, they're in school, they're learning. It's not a, it's not a fight. Like, the wand knows when something is... Legit. It's not a fight. Like okay. When, when they're I- training, they're training. But that he was actually involved in what the wand would consider a mortal fight. That it changes the lead. All right, this helps right. a little bit, but it's like okay. the, the the part that confuses me is that Draco doesn't kill uh, Dumbledore. Snape does in the in the tower in uh, Half Blood Prince, right? And then Harry ends up with Draco's wand. So why is that the Elder Wand? Because the Elder Wand recognized that Malfoy had lost his wand. Is, <laughs> All is right. what my kid is so, this, so they're That's a lot more sentient. Is. So these are right. some so smart ass wands. Draco actually disarmed Dumbledore. And and it was not a sparring. It was it was real. It was real. And, and recognized that, so it became 
uh, Draco's. And then when Draco lost his wand, the elder wand recognizes that he is not strong enough to hold the wand. Okay. So, so, so it, it ha- there has to be that mort- that that possibility of death uh, right. for it to be right. a, an actual death. Okay, I got it. All right, people are disagreeing, well, but if, but if, all right. If, if Harry had been disarmed from the Elder Wand, um, okay. From- well, Jackie's disagreeing on text. Jackie Bam Bam. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. So, it gets confusing, uh, and it's you asked. Uh, you I did. I, I need a like a Venn diagram or something. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We can move on. I don't know what we're. Somebody boring. says you should read the books. We, I have. We, we did, did read the books. Yeah, all. all right. Yeah. Anyway. If you didn't read the books like me, you'd just be sitting here. <laughs> yes. This is stupid. Yeah. No, no, not no, stupid. No, no. Just, was, just time. I sucking. have uh, Nick and I both read books. It's fantastic and it's they're i mean the movies are wonderful amazing not taking anything no. away from them at all the books are deeper and even cooler right so if, if you want to go into that realm and you have not done it yet it's definitely worth your time especially after you get past the first one i thought that was kind of like for kids you know what it's I mean? a kid's book yeah it's a kid's book <laughs> we're gonna take a break <laughs> we're gonna come back we'll get to some bizarre file stories stay with us Join Kathy Romano and Heineken tonight from 6.30 to 8.30 at McGurk's Pub, 582 South Bethlehem Pike in Fort Washington. A great place to watch all professional soccer games. Enjoy $5 Heineken Silver, original and 0.0. Crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver, 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. No. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, let's get right into it. These first two stories kind of uh, tie into each other. We're going to start with this one. Alabama is seeking to become the first state to execute a prisoner by making him breathe pure nitrogen. The Alabama Attorney General's Office on Friday asked the state Supreme Court to set an execution date for death row inmate Kenneth Smith. Alabama plans to put him to death by nitrogen hypoxia, an execution method that is authorized in three states but has never been used before. So So that would sort of freeze him out, right? No. Actually, it's um, very humane. It's a humane way to go. Yet nitrogen hypoxia is caused by forcing inmates to breathe only nitrogen, depriving them of oxygen and causing them to pass out and die. Nitrogen makes up 78% of the air inhaled by humans. It's harmless when inhaled with oxygen. Uh, Critics have likened the untested method to human experimentation, though. Casey, this type of death is mentioned in Project Project Hail Mary. Mary. Yeah, Um, Alabama authorized nitrogen hypoxia in 2018, but the state hasn't yet attempted to use it to carry out death sentence. Uh, Oklahoma and Mississippi have also authorized it. You know, they could place a dead mouse in a cell because eventually the smell would just make you pass out. <laughs> so the Attorney General's court filing didn't disclose the details of how the execution would be carried out. Huh. The execution by lethal, Smith's execution by lethal injection was called off last year because of problems with intravenous lines. Yeah. Smith was convicted in the 1988 murder for hire slaying of a uh, preacher's wife. Um, and so a number of Alabama inmates, including Smith, is seeking uh, to block their executions by lethal injection and have argued they should be allowed to die by nitrogen hypoxia. Uh, the state is ready to use nitrogen hypoxia. The disclosure of this is expected to set off a new round of legal battles over the constitutionality uh, of the whole thing. Now, interesting. this explains a little bit more in this separate story. An inventor has unveiled 
at what they're calling a suicide booth that will ask questions, uh, ask three questions before suffocating their user. Uh, Dr. Philip Nitschke has been dubbed Dr. Death for his work in the controversial medical area. He made headlines after claiming his uh, Sarco capsule could be used in Switzerland soon. The 3D printed yes. coffin-like pod is filled with nitrogen, quickly bringing oxygen down from 21% only to 1% in about 30 seconds. A disoriented and euphoric feeling then follows before adventure, uh, users eventually lose consciousness. Uh, takes place due to the hyp- hypoxia, as I was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the doctor said, we're ready to use it. We're talking to a number of people who are wait wanting to be uh, the first to use it. Do you think this would replace the photo booths or wedding receptions? He said the person will climb into the machine, they will be asked three questions, and they will answer verbally. Who, who are you? Yeah. Where are you? And do you know what happens if you press the button? And if they answer those questions verbally, the software then switches the power on so that the button can be pressed. May I suggest a question, Preston? Uh, how does a how does a wand know that it's changed owner? No, we're not no, going to go no, back no. there again. No. And if they press the button, they will die very quickly. Uh, Doctor Nitschke, whose uh, Exit International organization came up with the capsule, said there's no panic, no choking feeling. Right, either. right. Uh, the machine can be towed anywhere uh, to be used, like a like a boat. Yeah, or to, like a, yeah, to, to the, the tailgate park. Yeah, woo woo. Uh, yeah, who wants that? Yeah, who wants that? <laughs> Uh, around 1,300 people ended their life using assisted suicide in Switzerland in the last year. The Swiss government is yet to make clear whether it intends to allow the use of the capsule or not. Do you remember, in fact, one of the guys, they were talking about this in Switzerland, kind of like a pastoral field, you know, almost like that movie Soylent Green, where they would put the pod out there and you could just kind of hop in and you're... Wow. Yeah. I mean, um, interesting. Yeah. An Australian woman is fighting for her life after she and her partner fell around 33 feet from a medieval wall in the Croatian city uh, Dubrovnik on Saturday morning. Uh, The couple slipped and fell from a wall between two restaurants. The area, uh, which is near the city center, is featured in numerous scenes in season two and three of HBO's Game of Thrones. Uh, The couple fell as a woman leaned against her partner. The incident appears to have been accidental with no indication that anything criminal took place. Do you remember this? spot here? The picture's up on the uh, screen here. It might be where Brandon Stark was pushed out the window at Winterfell, and he didn't die, but he was was, uh, paralyzed. Mm -hmm. So it might be that same spot. Uh, Breathalyzer test revealed the couple were under the influence of alcohol. Um, Game of Thrones. So the young woman is in intensive care, induced coma, and the man had (sighs) surgery for a broken leg, but is in stable condition. So you don't want to hang out all drunk in spots like that. Police rescued a kidnapped woman after she secretly passed a desperate note to a stranger at a gas station in Arizona. Uh, the note she wrote uh, said help and called 911 and also included a description of a blue Honda van headed towards Vegas. Now, uh, the customer provided police with description of the woman and the man she was with. Police eventually located them. Uh, police detained the suspect, a 41-year-old man named Jacob Wilhold, who is alleged to have abducted her from a car dealership that morning while wearing a wig and pretending to be an Uber driver. Oh, man. So I don't know if this has so, happened before or not, but... You're supposed to get a picture of what your driver looks like. Yeah, and, and the um, vehicle. And so this, apparently this guy then matched the look of the driver. I'm not sure. Or maybe she wasn't paying attention. Right. Uh, the woman had been reported missing because I I pulled up a handle on a door of a car yeah. that I thought was my Uber one time. Okay. And I'm, I'm like, this person could have thought that I was trying to 
Yeah. Get in their car while they were at the stoplight, you know? And so, yeah, it can oh, that's happen. That's like basically the opening scene of uh, that Jonah Hill movie on uh, Netflix. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you People? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the woman had been reported missing by her mother earlier that afternoon, and Will Holt was named in as uh, a person of interest early on. The sheriff's office said it was definitely a targeted kidnapping. Wow. The woman was unbelievably traumatized. So they were going after this woman specifically. That's horrifying. Uh, to the point where she wasn't able to give a full interview to authorities. Uh, but in her initial comments after she was rescued, she said she was taken against her will. She did not go consensually. At one point, her hands were restrained with zip ties. Uh, will Holt, who has been booked on several assault charges, as well as on lawful imprisonment and kidnapping, among other things. So, wow. Pretty scary right there. All right, and that's it. That's the Bizarre File for you. We're going to take a break. Uh, Kath, we're going to need to get our secret text word winner. Who's that caller going to be? Eight. All right, eighth caller, 215-263-WMMR. If you have that secret text word, hang on to it. Get ready to give it to us. We'll be back in a moment. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's Video On Demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. On a Wednesday morning and Wednesdays mean several things that we do regularly. One of them happens to be a secret text word and we were looking for caller number 8. We're going to go to the phones. Talk to caller number 8. Caller number 8's name is Stephen. Hi there, Stephen. Hi. Hi. <sighs> Say that again. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to see you, Stephen. Thank you. All right, Stephen, do you happen to know uh, what the secret text word is, please? Cooler. Caller, that is correct. Yeah. Yes. Cooler. Cooler. Hang on the line, my man. We are going to set you up with some tickets to see Rich Voss Friday, October 27th at Punchline Philly. Tickets and information for the events. Uh, Friday and Saturday night shows, by the way, via punchlinephilly.com. And we had a random texter as well, and it is Jay Aita. 
who is from Southampton, PA. And Jay's going to get those tickets to see Rich Foss. Again, Friday, October 27th at Punchline Philly. All right, today's lesson question. We have something else to give away here. We're going to do a pair of tickets to the MMRBQ. And the question that we pose to you, dear friend, to see if you were listening during our program is, Aries Spears was on the show this morning. Not wearing anything from the waist down. We suggested he was Porky Pig in it, and he replied which with, with which other cartoon character? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. We're going to find out if you know the answer to that. Again, Aries Spears was on. He wasn't wearing anything from the waist down. We said he was Porky Pig in it, and he replied with which other cartoon character? Call now if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we got... Some stories from Steve Morrison. What's up, Steve? Well, we do, yeah. Charles Manson's hair and cremated remains have been used by artist Terry Barr to make what appears to be a shrunken head replica of the cult leader. Barr says he was commissioned to make the head by Hallmark. Wow. Kim Kardashian taking to Instagram to observe how much sister Chloe's nine-month-old Tatum, son Tatum, looks like his dad, Tristan Thompson. Kim also noticed how Tatum looks a lot like a tub girl in Christie's Cabaret. Hey! <laughs> and finally, Drea DiMatteo, who is uh, from The Sopranos, officially launched an OnlyFans account. The 51-year-old actress posted an invite on her website saying, quote, if you enjoy The Sopranos, then you'll love my vagina. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a hard one. All righty, we will see if you do indeed know the answer to this question. We had Aries Spears on earlier, and uh, he wasn't wearing anything from the waist down. We said he was Porky Pig in it. He said, what other cartoon character? 215-263-WMMR. Adam, our first caller in, gets the answer. Adam, morning. Hey, good morning. All good right. afternoon. Good day to you. Good day to you, <laughs> sir. All right, so what uh, cartoon character did Aries say? Aries Spears was Winnie the Pooing It. Yes. Yeah. Winnie. Hang on, Adam. You just scored yourself some tickets to MMRBQ. It's coming up soon, man. September 16th, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Shine Down, Billy Idol, Arkham Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, Finger 11, Tiger Cub, Vixen 77, our side stage with our good friend Don McCloskey and his band, and live band karaoke with Sidearm and a Jackie Bam Bam DJ set. Tickets on sale now, WMMR.com for the details. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News. WMMR. All right, we made an announcement earlier this morning. I will reiterate that information here. The Bruce Springsteen show that was postponed, they have rescheduled those dates. And if you haven't heard the news yet, you're not going to like it because it's going to be a year from now, essentially. So uh, these shows will take place on Wednesday, August 21st, 2024, and Friday, August 23rd, 2024. So your tickets are still good for the show. Uh, If you had tickets for the Wednesday night show, they will be good for the Wednesday night show next year. If you had tickets for the Friday night show, same thing, Friday night show next year. And if you would like a refund for your existing tickets, there's information available at phillies.com slash Springsteen. And you can also, you have a 30-day window starting tomorrow to return those tickets. And if you did it through a secondary site, you got to go back there and get the information and handle it that way. 
an incredible thing because, again, it was just hours ahead of the performance. Yeah. So there were tailgaters. As you pointed out earlier, Nick, we have a, a listener yeah. who he and his son, Fright, flew in from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. So if you go to WMMR.com, you'll, all the information I gave you there is right there. Was sure. there about that? <laughs> was there ever an explanation? I, I know I'm going to guess COVID. See, yeah, I guess that too, but I, I didn't know if anybody ever actually officially said anything. Yep, I didn't see one, Nick, but it was the... You got the squirt. You're right. You happy? The, the assumption was that it was, uh, yes, a, uh, uh, about a COVID, but never heard. Wendy, don't come near me. Officially. We played brand new music from Metallica uh, just recently. Uh, in fact, just a little while ago. And uh, the band had uploaded an Instagram reel that shows random attendees of their M72 world tour being offered passes into the snake pit. But most were suspicious. The coveted wristbands give fans access to some of the best and most expensive seats in the house, leaving Metallica to caption their post with, didn't think we needed to say this, but if someone approaches you with snake pit tickets, take them. Hmm. Because you see people in this video just walking by and passing them up. Uh, so, yeah, freaking yeah. out. And I, Take them. You know who is one of the people in that snake? One of the snake pits was Jason Momoa. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Dolly Parton's forthcoming album features her take on iconic songs, including Let It Be. Following the release of her take on the Beatles classic, it earned the single a number two spot on Billboard's charts this month. Uh, the rest of the album will go live in the first week of September. Now, Let It Be made history as the only time the Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr have ever been considered separate featured artists on the same chart-topping single. So that's never happened before. Uh, past credits have not been given to two members of the Beatles on the same song, marking the latest Let It Be cover extra special. Mm. And I have not heard this yet. No, but I've I've really enjoyed everything I've heard up to now. I agree. All the covers have been great. Yeah. Uh, at the height of the pandemic, Bob Dylan crafted song lyrics for Post Malone to sing. And while the lyric sharing happened a few years ago, the well-meaning exchange has still come hasn't come full circle yet. Uh, the idea was the brainchild of music producer Michael Cash, who told Rolling Stone that he pitched the idea to Malone or of Malone covering Don't Think Twice It's Alright to Dylan's manager. Well, a few weeks later, Dylan himself said he wanted Malone to play a song that he wrote called Be Not Deceived, which was a tribute to the disappearance of innocence. And you know, I'd love to hear Dylan do a cover of the song from Walk Hard that Dewey Cox sings. Oh, that would be supposed great. to be a Dylan song? Yes. And while Cash said the song was nearly halfway done, uh, the project is still not finished and only Dylan and his agent have the music rights to the collaboration across the finish line. Still working on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that Dewey Cox it's, was hilarious. It's perfect. Damn. The hell is this song about? <laughs> I don't know, man, but it's deep. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we have a piece of audio to play. Robert Plant doesn't like singing Stairway to Heaven. And uh, I haven't heard this yet, but uh, here's the clip him uh, responding to that. No, it's not about it being my favorite or not. It's just that it belongs to a particular time. My contribution was to write lyrics and to sing a song. But they were coming out of the mind of a 23-year-old guy, you know. And it landed in the years and the era of 23-year-old guys. And as time goes on, you find, you find that you may find another period of your life has got a little bit more substance or is more relative later on down the line, you know. Well, that's a good explanation. It does make sense. Uh, yeah, people love it, though, obviously. I wonder, I mean, that would be a perfect example of a song that I really appreciate. 
But if I were to never hear it again, I'd be fine. Yeah. Do you guys ever hear uh, Pierre's interview with Robert Plant? It's from about 20 years ago, and he was opening up for The Who. And so Pierre got some time with him, and I, and I was when I was working for him at the time. Um, and Plant sometimes gets bristles at any mention of Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. really? And it is weird. Yeah. And, and Pierre was just doing his journalistic duty and kind of asking, because yeah. he would do, Robert Plant would do Zeppelin songs yeah. in the set before The Who, uh, and he just was, he was kind of doozy about snippy. it. Yeah, yeah, a little snippy. Well, he also got the same way about some of that earlier stuff, like a Big Log, and yes. uh, which I think is great stuff. And, and it's all part of your yeah. catalog, and, and so people are coming to see you to hear those types of things, and I can understand why you would want to evolve as an artist, but that doesn't mean you, you should and acknowledge what you've already done. That's why Robert Plant. That's why I'm hesitant. Like when we had Sting on the other day to yeah. delve too much into the police, you touch on it a little bit, um, and, no, and you test and done it, dickhead, <laughs> and test the waters and see how they respond. But there are some guys who have been around for a long time that are like, you know what, I'm done with that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that anymore. And you just don't know until you go there. You know, it's, it's why you try to win them over and Dean to get to that stuff, and also come in on the question in a slightly different way. But there are some people who are like, you know, Chrissy Hind is you know to be a, a, a bastard when it comes to a lot of that stuff. Yeah, she's like a tough interview. Yeah, we interviewed yeah. her years ago, and uh, and she was really tough. But, uh, yeah, some people are that way. That's the way it is. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Wrap up the program. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week project, which, by the way, we give that away tomorrow. So stay with us. We'll be right back. As the kids get ready to go back to school here at 93.3 WMMR. Once again, honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. MMR's Back to School A to Z. From the station whose GPA started with a zero. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. I'm discombobulated this week uh, as far as uh, where we are in the universe in general. Uh, but it's a it's a Wednesday, and it's got Wednesday vibes for sure. Uh, I do want to thank our guests who have been on the program today. Aries Spears joined us. Aries is phenomenal, and he will be at Helium Comedy Club starting tomorrow night, and then Friday and Saturday, and even on Sunday. Which is a good sign. Whole lot of shows yeah. uh, for Aries Spears. And then we had Tig Notaro, who's going to be performing at the Grand Opera House in Wilmington on September 17th. And thank you for being a part of the program. Especially all of our medical workers today. Calling ton of them. Various stories about uh, things that end up in people's butts in the emergency room. You'd be surprised. We didn't even intend to go there, and uh, we had a lengthy discussion. Uh, so it's pretty prominent. Does my butt. Um, and with that, is there anything else? Just a couple of reminders. Uh, well, you know what? I'll do it at, at the end when I when I mention what's coming up tomorrow. But we need to do the letter of the day. He's here. Is he here? He's here. I saw him. Okay. There he is. Let's get him in here. And we will do that very thing. There he is. How do? Ruby slippers. Okay. Ruby oh, slippers. Ruby. You should want from the movies. 
uh, if I was to get anything oh, from the movies. Okay. It would be the ruby slippers? Yeah. Okay. They're in the Smithsonian, I believe. There were a, there are actually there were several pair? there, yeah. Yeah, or at least two or three. Okay. Any one of them would do, as long as she wore them. Those are good ones. Yeah. All right, letter of the day. Guitar. Here we go. Preston <laughs> and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. C, as in call. All right, and we have one more to go because tomorrow is, uh, we're having a, a day off on Friday, so we will give away our Word of the Week prize tomorrow. Four pack of tickets uh, for the Peace Out Farewell Tour for Aerosmith. This Saturday, by the way, at the Wells Fargo Center with the Black Crows. It is the 50th anniversary of Aerosmith celebrating a lifetime of hits. Very few tickets remain for sale, by the way. So uh, make sure you're with us to win that prize tomorrow. What you got for today? Well, first of all, it's cool that you guys get to kick off the A to Z. You were saying earlier that you hadn't done it, but then you think you have done it. We're not sure. Um, I think we. I did. don't ever remember doing it, but I don't remember you ever doing it. Yeah. We've had we've always started at different times purposely so people will hear different songs. Yep, uh, and that's kind of fun. I remember one time Brent and Jackie started it at two minutes to midnight. <laughs> with that's the first song generally because we start in the numbers and the number two. So uh, I think it's gonna be fun. Nine a.m. tomorrow, right? Yep. yep. Excellent. Yep. Uh, and I wanted to mention that I will, uh, since we're starting the A to Z tomorrow, this will be my last day of workforce blocks for a while until A to Z finishes. So we got blocks of Aerosmith uh, for the big show on Saturday and Pearl Jam and Duran Duran, who is also uh, at the big joint next week. And I'll have a pair of tickets uh, to give away for Aerosmith. And uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon, an interview with uh, Paul Rogers. Oh, Oh, very nice. Oh, Very nice. Man, that's awesome. He's a fascinating guy. I mean, yeah. uh, he's hung out with all these amazing people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, with Free and Bad Company and mm-hmm. The Firm. He fronted the first reunion of Queen. He was yeah. he was the front man on that. And he's played with everyone and knows everyone. And he's everybody a, loves him as yeah. a singer. I cites him as an influence yeah. and everything. Yeah. He's got a new album out coming September 22nd. So uh, play a couple songs from that and have a chat with him at 2 p.m. Love it. Excellent. All right, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. And also by Wild Fork Meat and Seafood Market. Enjoy the largest selection of quality meats and seafood at low prices. As Pierre said, the Back to School A to Z tomorrow starts at 9 a.m., so we will have that ready to go. And by the way, uh, the forecast is it might last around two weeks. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a biggie. So nice, nice big chunk of programming. Um, and also, tomorrow's kind of a Friday, like giving away our Word of the Week prize. So we're going to do our Friday things tomorrow, yes. which probably means the connoisseur and other goodies. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, game. Bye-bye. Yes. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.